Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mouth. Was that last night? Yes, it was. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. It is the weekend. Oh, baby. Today <laughs> felt like Today felt like Saturday all day long. Oh, yeah, it is Saturday. Um, the calendar happens to say Friday. Mm. Uh, come on into the hideout tonight in a number of different ways. We are live, so you can be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, it's Matt Albert, third mic and writer, uh, 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin, patchy baldness, graying hair, current hideout fight club champion. Mm-hmm. Can he hold on to the belt this evening with the open door policy versus Bicurious BJ? Oh, Bicurious BJ is not here right now. No. Uh, that's Dubs' cousin who's on vacation from Michigan. Why is that, J-Dubs? What's that? He's not here? Mm-hmm. Uh, last night we went out, and we're going to talk about this in depth later, and we went out to Dances Royale. Had a blast. It was an absolute blast. I didn't stop laughing. I didn't stop having fun. And I went home with a uh, very mean uh, bulge. <laughs> but BJ is not supposed to drink because he's on medication. And the reason he's not supposed to drink is uh, the medication and the alcohol. And the reason why I stopped drinking is he has panic attacks oh. the day after. And uh, he gets kind of uh, testy and... He wasn't feeling really up to coming up immediately. He's kind of sitting at home, chilling out right now. He will be up later on to do the Fight Club, though. So a man who did a Pop Rock enema last mm-hmm. night will be in the Fight Club tonight versus Matt Albert. Now, I actually thought that uh, mean bulge you talked about was BJ. I thought that was actually uh, what it was. Now, let me say this, just so that... Tease you a little bit, and we talk more about being at Dancers Royale last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, in VIP with one Bo Rhodes. Yes, <laughs> the Wild Man. So Bo and BJ together at it Dancers was Royale. A sight to see. It was definitely fun. I almost think BJ outdid Bo. Yeah, I would say so. And I think there's going to be a rematch of that. I think there's going to be a rematch of that tonight at Latitudes. <laughs> BJ versus Bo Bart Part 2 tonight uh, as we go and hang out. It's rocky. Um, also tonight, J-Dubs, let's see. Look, we talked about it. We have the Taco Bell Open Door Policy, and it is the Hideout Fight Club, like we mentioned. Uh, coming up in just 10 minutes, the uh, Hideout Headlines Game Show. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. We turn them into prizes in the Hideout Headlines Game Show. 
Uh, fantastic things to give away this evening. Um, hideout door prize blowout. Did it happen in the hideout? Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Marla Weech coming in to studio. Nice. Taking over, um, doing some morning stuff over at uh, Local 6. Uh, very famed broadcaster here in the area. We will chat it up with her. I cannot wait. Uh, coming up in, uh, I don't know. And I'd like to make, uh, media friends. Yes. And this is a, this is a big opportunity to do that. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on on this Friday night, plus Hey Hideout, your on-screen phone calls. I'm very interested, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. to talk to By Curious BJ post-panic attack. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to be like. I think he fears Matt. Luckily enough, he got his pills in before it got full-blown, but uh, I don't know what's going on now. Here's the thing, too. I don't even know what a panic attack is. Like, what happens? You just kind of freak out. You think something bad's going to happen. You're just very, very uh, edgy. Let's get into that a little bit later on. Uh, Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dave? Gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, listen, y'all are going to need to put up some photographic proof or anything because Bo Rhodes has been a legend in this town for decades. We know, we know. Oh, trust me, we know. You know, anybody who claims to have even come close to taking him out, you know, coming out on top of him, you know, we've got to see something. Actually, we have video evidence. Uh, There is a bit. Now, we couldn't film the uh, BJ documentary inside of Dancers Royale. But we did uh, videotape him after he left and uh, him outside in the parking lot. And by the way, let me just say, too, and I've said it before in the air, but I love Bo. And he's so much fun. Mm -hmm. And and here's the thing, too. He's a party wherever he's at. Bo made made the proclamation. I love that kid uh, when talking about BJ. So I can't wait till Latitudes tonight to see part two. Thank you, Dave. Oh, that's going to be fun. And I think uh, despite the panic attack, BJ needs to drink tonight. <laughs> He's got to be up for it. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Uh, star BJ is a little late, but we do still have a nice show, big show coming up tonight on the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'm glad to have you guys here. Uh, we're we're always. always here. Now there's a lot of news going on out there, Hefe. Okay. A new study by Forbes magazine, uh, in Forbes magazine. I don't think Forbes did the study, but the study says that the fetus feels no pain all the way through the nine months. The fetus does not feel pain. Okay. Now, they, there's a big uh, controversy. They're thinking about, about changing the name Fetus to Cobra Kai. It is Friday, isn't it? What do you mean? Of course it's Friday. I've uh, been here for five days. I just forgot this is how we start the show on Fridays with, I, with a monologue on the radio. I don't. Understand what you're talking about, monologue. Okay, so I'm just throwing some news headlines. This is actually very interesting that the fetus feels no pain all the way through the nine months. That's great news. That means that we can even have these uh, abortions at eight months. Great. It's not going to feel it. We should just continue on. All right, this is fantastic. I want to talk about. I know there's a lot of stuff you want to say about it, but we have a big show. We have a lot to get to. I can only allow a little bit of time because there's more headlines out there. Coca-Cola Black, Hefe. Coca-Cola yeah. Black invaded NYC. Thousands of sample bottles were handed out in uh, New York City. Coca-Cola Black, all right. Yeah, the new uh, Coca-Cola kind of tastes like coffee. The name Coca-Cola Black had a few drawbacks in the city, though. Mm. Anybody holding one had a hard time getting a cab. 
Uh, now, I um, didn't know there was a Coca-Cola Black. I didn't know they were mixing coffee with uh, soda. That's could, and be, could be good. That is amazing that that actually makes it tough to get a uh, mm-hmm. a cab because they're black. Oh, it's you know, on the name. Ah, gotcha. Cafe. Ah, yeah, J-Dubs. Lindsay Lohan in the news. Okay, Lindsay. uh, Lindsay, Mean Girls. Yes, Lindsay Lohan. She uh, is taking a sabbatical uh, due to uh, exhaustion. She went to Tibet. When she got there, she said she hasn't seen this much snow since uh, she uh, had a party with Kate Moss. Cocaine. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know if, uh, I mean, I know Kate Moss was busted doing coke, but I don't know if Lohan had been. Lost Tibet. It's on yeah. snow. It's rumors. Tibet. Okay. Is she going to be a, a monk, or is that yeah. part of it? 407-916-1041, Now, I mean, that would be an interesting pairing. I mean, if you were going to party with a couple of people, Matt, I think that you would want to party with uh, Lohan and, you know, uh, and the other one, Kate Moss. All right. Pepe, this is going to be really close to your heart. Uh, Major League Baseball. Uh-huh. Got a new sponsorship. Gatorade has jumped on board of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Becoming their main drink there. Just like they've done with the NFL. Now, Major League Baseball and Gatorade together. Commissioner of Baseball is very, very happy about this, Hefe. Finally, a way to get juice without a needle in your ass. Yeah, steroids are. Oh, boy. All right. Can we take Fridays off? As long as it doesn't expand through the rest of the week, I guess I could deal with it on a Friday night. That's J-Dubs at the, uh, J-Dubs monologue. I don't know what you're talking about. Radio. Take a break, come back. We need at least three players for the Hideout Headlines game show. Call now, be a winner. 407-916-1041. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's Friday night in the Hideout. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. It's Friday. I'm feeling festive. Let's go one and done tonight. We got Beautiful. Boards boards lit up for people who want to play the game show, so uh, we'll do it like that. Everybody will get just one chance. Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Wholesale Furniture Market designer sofas normally eight ninety nine, starting as low as two ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market, over forty thousand square feet of quality home furniture, fifty to seventy percent off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road four thirty six in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club. Four zero seven three three two thirteen fourteen. Let's get some winners. Get caught up on the day's headlines. The Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. Started off with RK and Lake Mary. 
RK, it's one and done tonight. Which category you want to go with? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange news? Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Let's go with uh, national. All right, let's go for national with uh, RK. All right, national's multiple choice. Authorities in which state are looking for a killer black bear that has already claimed a little girl's life? A, Mississippi, B, Tennessee, C, West Virginia, or D, Kentucky? Oh, man, I saw this, but I cannot remember. I'm just going to go with West Virginia. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, RK. Thank hey, you, buddy. Have a good one, man. You have too. A good, have a good weekend. So, uh, Tennessee, uh, I, it's really done a lot of damage. It's surprising because black bears usually don't attack humans. In fact, we play... Oh, the white bears better? <laughs> no. There's going to be one brown tonight. bears that are... White bear can get a cab. Mm -hmm. True. <laughs> Maybe that's why BJ's having a panic attack. Maybe mm. the reason he's so violent because he can't get a job. Mm -hmm. Everything about that? <laughs> the pay rate. Huh? How about welfare, huh? <laughs> polar bear's holding him down. Yeah. Who'd win in a fight, a black bear or a polar bear? Black. Come on. Yeah. yeah. White bear's afraid of him. Extra bone in there. Mm, All right. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I almost did. Uh, let's go <laughs> to... The black bear's a bear athlete. They can climb higher, too. <laughs> uh, that's what I heard. Uh, they're bred to be that way. Ho <laughs> Jose in Lake Mary, you're next up in the hideout. You ready, Jose? Yes, sir. All right, which one do you want to go with? World, local, sports, entertainment, or strange? I'll take sports. All right, here is sports. All right, sports is filling the blank. Name the Cincinnati Bengals fullback that just signed a five-year, $7.5 million extension late last night, making the highest-paid fullback in football. Ooh, um... Tough one. Ah, uh, sorry. Uh, see. Radio down, and sorry, that's too much. <laughs> Sounds to me like he was Googling it. Who was it? Uh, Jeremy Johnson. Uh, he just signed, and it's unprecedented because fullbacks usually don't make more than mm. a million a year. And I guess it came late last night. His prior contract was for one year, seven hundred twenty-one thousand. Wow. So, yeah. So Who they, is this for which? Jeremy Johnson yeah. out of uh, out of uh, the Bengals. I didn't even know they ran an offense that had a fullback in it. I, I just, know it doesn't seem like the he, highest paid. I just he, thought it was Palmer to uh, yeah, Chad, Johnson. Chad Johnson. It doesn't seem like uh, they they have that offense or that he is that good. I've never heard of him really. By the way, let me say this too, Steeler fans. If Palmer doesn't go down on the second offensive play of that game... You guys rolling up on him. You guys uh, do not win a Super Bowl. You guys almost uh, got shown up by... Uh... His knee gets blown out, and he still completes a pass for 60 yards. <laughs> so That's a hell of a throw, too, I mean. I wouldn't be so proud of that... Uh, that ring you have for your thumb. And the receiver got hurt on the play, too, and he was out for the game. Cheats. Let's go to Scott in Melbourne. You're next up. Which category? Scott, world, local, entertainment, or strange news? Let's go with strange news. All right. Nice. <laughs> All right. Strange is multiple choice. A man in Danvers was arrested for having child porn after the cops went up, uh, after the cops went upstairs after he did what? A, invited a cop up to his house to see the porn. B, accidentally left his laptop at work. C, accidentally sent an email containing the images to his boss. Or D, kicked his girlfriend in the stomach after she found out that he had kid porn. Yeah. That would definitely be D, kicked the 
There you go. You're a winner. Hold on, Scott. I found this story kind of strange considering a chick called up last night saying that... With this she... almost exact same story except for no kick in the stomach. Well, yeah, I guess she she uh, allegedly found him with the porn and he kicked her in the stomach and she called the cops. The cops came and arrested him. Found... You didn't follow it up with the stunner? <laughs> Did we ever call? Did we ever call that girl back? No. You like a stunner joke, huh? Yeah. Stone Cold. Stop this picture in it, bitch. What the hell? Sorry. What the sorry, hell? Sorry. All right, let's go to Chris on five twenty-seven. You're next up the Hideout Headlines game show on Real Radio one hundred four point one. You want world, local, or entertainment news, Chris? Oh, let's try world. All right, right. world is true or false. Uh, Activists in Mexico are sending emails and starting up websites urging migrant workers in the U.S. to start skipping work and boycotting American stores so that the U.S. realizes how important migrant workers really are to the economy. Oh, that sounds true to me. That is true. I'm thinking they're only doing that so that they end up getting fired, deported, and then they can come up and take those jobs. (laughs) That seems a little shady to me. Uh, I, I don't quite understand how, you know, I didn't even realize we had email in Mexico, too. That's the other thing. They had computers? And, I didn't know they had typewriters. And migrant farm workers? <laughs> Kicking stomach. We've we've moved on. (laughs) Hell yeah! (laughs) We moved on, bro. It's a different story. (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing, Sean? He's doing the stone cold pose on the table. (laughs) Are you acting like the guy who kicked the girl in the stomach? Yeah! Hell yeah, bitch! <laughs> it's radio. Do not break those chairs. Catherine will have your ass. That's my porn, bitch. You just got an Austin 360. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Tim in Orlando, you ready, Tim? Oh, yeah. Chuck's okay over there? I don't know. And I wish the uh, documentary guy had been here for that. That would have actually been funny. All right, here we I go. was waiting for him to get on that and have it turn around like it did and have him fall. I know. I thought he was going to break these new chairs. All right, Tim, you want local or entertainment? Did local. All right, here we go. All right, local is multiple choice. A man in Orange County was arrested today after he tried to use what to buy crack cocaine? A, fake money made with crayon. B, a bag full of lettuce. C, a seven-year-old kid. Or D, his 78-year-old grandmother. Or E, a kick in the stomach. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah! Get off my laptop, bitch! What'd you say, dude? I'm sorry about that. I haven't seen the story. I'll go with B. No, that's wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Thank you. (laughs) What is going on? I don't know. He's just sitting there, typing away. Oh, look at that sight. What? What, bitch? <laughs> Stop. Well, if, you like, if you don't like candy porn, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what the hell is going oh, on if in If I only had a can of Miller Lite, man, I'd pop it. <laughs> what? In the back. What? She was his Mr. McMahon. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, move on then. Let's finally wrap it up here with Brian and Leesburg. You ready, Brian? Yeah, as long as there's no more Steeler hating. Uh, all right, next caller. <laughs> uh, sorry. Actually, all right, here you go. You're left with entertainment. 
All right, entertain entertainment is true or false. Even though Katie Holmes has been taking Scientology classes, in an interview with Diane Sawyer, Tom Cruise stated that she has chosen to remain faithful to her Catholic roots. Is that true or false? Uh, true. Sorry, Brian, and Steelers suck. She's jumped ship. She's turned uh, into a full Scientologist. Uh, Tom Cruise says her family's cool with it, but other reports say that they're really not happy with her joining that nutty cult. What would they like to do to her? I think they want to give her a stone cold ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell yeah! (laughs) I'm lost. That's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. (laughs) How can you do an impression of everybody on this station... As you fall over, and you can't do an impression of Stone Cold. Uh, and you stand up and you kick the chair. Oh, the, hell yeah! The weakest kick I've ever seen. Sure, I don't want to break him. i got to maintain you know, some level of dignity and professionalism. Oh. Yeah, right, because I think that just did it right there. I can just picture it in my head. What are you doing, honey? Oh, God! Oh. It's Bottom funny when you, when you don't act it out, actually. Oh, man, but I'm just, this is what I'm picturing in my head. All right, let's take It'll a learn her good next time. Not to walk Stop. in. Stop. He's got important business. <laughs> it's kitty porn. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Allegedly. It's a, what? The, after all this, it's allegedly. I'm just being safe. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Okay. It's a Friday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407 and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Um, Dubs, what is it about the CBS affiliates that sen- seem to uh, like us so I don't so know. Much? It, it, it tends to be that way. Uh, Dubs and I, this is actually our one-year anniversary this week mm-hmm. that we got here uh, down to Central Florida to do nights here at Real Radio 104.1. When we were at WJFK in Washington, D.C., uh, we had a uh, friend at the CBS affiliate there, Topper Shut, world-renowned weatherman. And um, now it's fun to say, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. that it appears we have a new uh, media friend. We always like have, having friends in the business. They know what it's like having to, uh, you know, get up and, you know, get pretty and be out there. Just like us. Just like us. <laughs> uh, joining us in Dial the night ourselves up. Uh, Marla Weech. Hey, everybody. Uh, Aren't you glad you don't have to put on makeup for a living? Uh, but the thing is, the suits that we wear mm-hmm. when we come in. Very they, fashionable. Under, right. Under these hot light. lights. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Marla will be uh, filling in for Mark McEwen on the uh, Local 6 um, morning show uh, beginning this Monday from 5 until 7 o'clock in the morning. So, all right, I have a ton of questions for yeah. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing, and, you know, we're not going to sit here, we're not going to lie to you. We are only one year into this market, mm-hmm. you know, having come from Washington, D.C., and you, of course, uh, have quite a history mm-hmm. here in, uh, in Central Florida. Um, the, the, the first time that I remember really keep, keep, uh, remember keeping up with you is, I guess it was about six months ago. And you called in to the Phillips file. That's right. And mm-hmm. that, Got a lot of friends there. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, in fact, I chatted with a couple of them this afternoon just about having you in. They were very excited about that. They wanted us to pass along the hello. Uh, when you when you called in, I think the last time to the file, that's when you were wrapping up everything at the other station, right? Right, right. Oh, okay, so you were wrapping things up there. Um, let me see. 
when you were leaving mm-hmm. Channel 9, mm-hmm. and everything was kind of like hush-hush as far as the way things were going out. I remember you when you were on the file, you were very... I can't really talk about what's going on next. We understand how that is in yeah. the business. Uh, did you already know, though, that the Local 6 thing was going to be uh, hopping at the end of that? Or can you not say that for... No, I'll tell you. Okay. And and actually, it would be so much fun to sit here and give you a juicy story of, yeah, I knew all along. No. No. Okay. The truth is, no. All right. It, um, it, it didn't happen that way. Um, I left in, at the end of September. Right. And unfortunately, in November, um, that is when Mark McEwen had a stroke. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's been off the air all this time. And uh, Jackie Sosa, his co-anchor, has been doing yeoman work. I mean, she's been doing the heavy lifting. And she's a, she's a new mom. She's learned how to multitask in ways we never even dreamed of. Right. And, you know, a two-hour newscast five days a week at... Five in the morning till seven in the morning. You got to be at work at around three. That is a heavy task in and of itself. So she's been pulling quite a load, and it just so happens that, you know, Al Jefe, any broadcaster in the broadcast community in the Central Florida area would do whatever they could to help uh, Mark McEwen in any way that was within their power. Well, it just so happens that I'm available to step in for a temporary assignment. Okay, so it is a temporary thing. It is thing. a temporary assignment to keep that chair warm. I'm not taking Mark's place. There's no way. Those are big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping the chair warm until he comes back. All right, now, uh, let's talk about that for a second. First of all, how is Mark doing then? I'm glad you asked. Mark is doing great. I met him two days ago for the first time. Mm-hmm. Prince of a guy. I've always known about him. I mean, who doesn't know about Mark McEwen and his... I mean, he's a legend. 16 Definitely. years with CBS before coming to Orlando, and it was a real coup to get him here. And then in 1995, he was voted one of the 10 uh, most trustworthy news people in the nation right. by TV Guide magazine, a poll in TV Guide magazine. And so... Um, Everybody knows about him, but when I met him and looked into his eyes and saw that sparkle and heard that voice that was just, you know, full of excitement because he knows he's coming back. You see, he does keep office hours, El Jefe. He he is able to come in. Oh. He's just not ready to go back on the air just yet. That, that's very time. smart. Yeah, I would have to agree. Oh, by the way, Marla Weech, that is the voice that you definitely recognize. She <laughs> is a uh, temporary assignment with Jackie Sosa on Local 6 uh uh, first uh, news coming up uh, in the mornings there. So now one of the big things, and it was incredibly um, just awkward and almost sad, mm. was when Dick Clark came back, mm. and he really shouldn't have come back after his stroke. Mm. At least not that soon. But it's not, mm. I mean, but Mark isn't even near the Dick Clark status as no, far. No, no, no. I mean, he's no. all good he, to go. He, he he is ready as far, you know, he, he is sharp as a tack mentally, let me tell you that. And um, the thing that I, I love about this whole situation, and I'm sure he appreciates too, is that um, Channel 6 is not rushing him to come back, even though I know they would love to have him back ASAP, you know, yesterday. But they're not rushing him, and it's really going to be his call as to when he feels like he wants to hit the airwaves again. But he is excited. He really is. He is raring to go, but just not quite mm-hmm. in front of the camera just yet. Uh, let me ask you, uh, Marlo, we cheer in the hideout on Rural yes, Radio sir. 104.1. Let me ask, what about you, like, doing the temporary thing? How does that make you feel? I mean, are you going to be sticking around Local 6 after the... 
after Mark is good to go and he's back, you're going to be hanging out doing a... Other stuff? And well, let, me, let me tell you, for the first time in my life, in my life, in my entire broadcast, 25-year broadcast career, I have an agent who worries about the things that I used to worry about. Okay. I pay him to worry about the things I used to right. worry about. So, um, you know, he's taking care of things for me. Um, my uh, my focus is to do the very best job possible to to make Mark proud, you right. know, to, to live up to that All kind right. of a standard. It's going to be pretty tough, so i got to focus. All right, well, hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're in the business, too, yeah. and you're always thinking that... You want that, my agent's name, right? Uh, actually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad thing. I, I've, I've tried to find him. I used to end up looking up Asians. Oh, and, it's uh, different. And then again, I get into my whole scat thing, and it's just a mess. Uh, but what ends up happening, though, is that usually in any business, especially radio, right now we're at a place we're completely happy, real radio, you know. But up until now, every you get every job with the hopes of getting the next job. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way it works. Mm-hmm. But I guess that is to, that does seem to take a little pressure off because we've never had an agent before. No. So... You know, I guess that is one of those things. You're not worrying about your no. tape or your, no. you know, your history. You got someone who's going to do all that for you. Right, but but I will tell you, I love Orlando. Or I wouldn't yeah, have stayed here You graduated from, you know, from I'm UCF, University of Central Florida grad, right. and you know, all this in Orlando too. You know, <laughs> right. So I do love it here. It's been my home for 25 years or so. Let me ask you about this, Marla. Now let's get into the. The news. No, you've been here. Wait, just a minute. You've been here a year. A year. Do you love Orlando? We love Orlando. Are you planning to stay? Is this your last job? Honestly, I wish I could say yes. Uh, you never news know. Slash breaking news here. Yeah, uh, I figure after the uh, Fight Club tonight, probably not. <laughs> in this business, I mean, radio is I mean, TV's one thing. Radio is a completely another, and especially our radio where. We we Chuck op- job. yeah we open our mouth and say stupid stuff all the time. We don't know if we're gonna get fired tomorrow. Uh, you, know, you, yeah. just, you just you just live n- on the edge. I know. You just <laughs> never you never know what's good. I'd love to say hey here we are buying a home. It's it's real radio forever. But you you never know. You know okay. and, and that's the way the business goes. Just checking. Um, but let's talk about the news okay. because uh, we share a lot of uh, you know Mr. Phillips's ideas on the news, mm-hmm. and you look at local news. Mm-hmm. And it's it's constantly, and I I was a journalism major in, in college at Texas Tech University. Found out it was going to be too hard, so I switched over to telecommunications and graduated in three years. <laughs> but I remember if it bleeds, it leads, and so everything with just local news period is you know it's it's um, fire, it's car crash, it's fire. It's mm-hmm. uh, robbery. It's just that and the other. Mm-hmm. Do, what do you think about the news nowadays where it's just, it's all bad? It's We're not getting... You, you aren't getting the, the good stuff, but you, and if you do, you're just getting a small dose for a two-minute fluff. Because one of the things, too, is when you watch the news, and it's not even just local news, although I think local news, not your station, but just like as a whole, if you're in Lubbock, Texas, if you're you know in Lansing, Michigan, mm-hmm. anywhere, is whenever you watch it, you're like, man... Uh, I'm afraid to go outside. Uh, I'm hearing about this and that, and there's carjackings, and there's, you know, people are going 100 miles per hour on Cimarron and this, that, and the other. I shouldn't leave my house. I'm so afraid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that local news has a little bit of uh, responsibility in that, oh, like as far definitely. as the fear that's kind of drummed up? Of course we have a responsibility to the community. And, you know, I, 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 I know that at um, Local 6, it's not that way. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there are there are probably some um, newsrooms in the city that that feel that way, and we do have four newsrooms in this city mm-hmm. um, that are that are major. Um, but at Local Six, it is in-depth reporting wherever it's needed. It is uh, reports on news that matters. Mm-hmm. What are you going to need to know, not just today, but tomorrow or the next day? What makes this meaning meaningful? In what context are we doing this story? From what perspective? So, you know, different newsrooms have different philosophies, and you, fortunately, can pick and choose. I mean, you're the person with the box in your hand. Yeah, and all it takes the, is a little wiggle of the thumb, mm-hmm. and you get to vote on what kind of news you want, and eventually that plays out, and the, the kind of news you don't like, you don't watch, and pretty soon it shows up in ratings, and before you know it, it's, a, you know, it's history. You know, but as much as you hate seeing all the bad stuff and everything you kind of want to see it i know i do i know if i if something happens around me and i see like the uh the big fire or the accident mm-hmm. i i go home flip on the news see if i can see about it and if i don't see it on there i'm like what the hell is this new station right. doing you you, you want to do you want to know how bad it is mm-hmm. in other words you, you know tell me how bad it is but yeah. at least here's here's the way i kind of look at it and and i hope you don't mind me just just voicing this but yes you need to know what's going on mm-hmm. uh, you don't need a whole avalanche of of things that that don't matter that make you afraid yeah but you need to know what's going on tell me how bad it is but if i have to hear bad news at least let me hear it from a friend at least let me hear it from somebody alike at least let me hear it from a mark McEwen or a jackie sosa or a bob fryer or uh, Marlowe, london jackie jacqueline london you, you know you know so, I, it's not more uh, so much all like the uh the murders and that kind of stuff in the news that bother me it's the scare stories about the water and uh, if your bottled water can uh, hurt you. And the kind of stuff that you have to be just the most uh, bubble boy type person to be killed by a bottle of water. Here's the thing, though, too. It's like we're all in the business of filling time. I mean, mm-hmm. us more so than uh, television. You guys get, you know, it's uh, depending on how long the newscast is and with commercials and promos and everything. But then you got sweeps and it's ratings and you live and you die by that stuff. Wait, you're, you're, and you're and fear me. sells. Right. And, and, and fears. Oh, I see. I see where you're going with that. Well, I was. Uh, you're telling me that your chatter is just what holds the commercials together. Yes, actually. <laughs> we're exactly. Just, we're just. We're just uh, trying to look forward to. See, right now, I'm seeing nine minutes. Right. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Radio's grout. That's the hideout. That's what we are. Uh, <laughs> I I hear your frustration, and and I'm with you on that. I understand where you're coming from, and you know that's also what. Letter writing is for, you know, write write to your news managers, write to your general managers and news directors and let them know that this just doesn't work. Marla Weech here in the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1 taking uh, the uh, temporary slot for uh, Mark McEwen on the uh, Local 6 First News uh, next to Jackie Sosa beginning this Monday, 5 to 7. How excited are you about getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning? You know what? I am so excited. <laughs> really? <laughs> Let Come me tell on. You, I really am. I have, do I seem excited? I have been up since 1 o'clock this morning without a nap, and that is going to be my schedule. And you look up. great, by Let the me, way, yeah. too. Let me, Let me tell you, in I used, here. when I worked the other shift, I got off at, at a midnight, you mm-hmm. know, essentially, nice. and I went to bed about 2 or 3. Uh, kind of like, That's what we do. Like you yeah. do. I was going to say, yeah. haven't I seen you around town a little bit? No, I'm kidding. Guilty. <laughs> so, so, so uh, you know, I'll go to, I would go to bed about 1.30 or two and now i'm gonna have to go to bed at around 7 7 30 get up at the time i used to go to bed get mm-hmm. up at 1 30 or two to be at work at three and th- then do that morning shift but you, you know what I, i'm kind of looking at it this way i now have a very good excuse to eat dinner 
and go right to bed. No, that's true. <laughs> you eat, you go to bed. What, uh, what time? What time would you be getting out? Like, would you get out at noon or? It depends on the day. It depends on what what's happening during the day. If it's what we call a slow news day, you know, then I probably could get out earlier. But if there's something big going on, then we're all pressed into service. Now, my one of my favorite things when watching the news is. Uh, when I see an uncomfortable exchange between like the anchors and w- the weatherman <laughs> or the sports guy or something, ha- have you ever had any of those uncomfortable type things? Where, oh, like, sure. Uh, well, you have, to, ha- have you had them in radio? Well, or, of course. You know, <laughs> well, you every day. your brain does a burp or something, and you know, nothing just comes. To Look mind. who you're talking to. Uh, I have a retard over here. And, <laughs> and you gotta like the uh, you know the silly little comment after the uh, the cheesy mm-hmm. story at mm-hmm. the end. It's, it's irritating, isn't it? I can tell you're just really frustrated with. We it. love playing those tapes and just yeah. be like what are you doing come on just just well, cut go to uh go to commercial there's no need for the uh for the mindless all right already <laughs> the mindless banter uh marla Weech here in the hideout real radio um 104.1 let me ask you this is uh, you know we're we're new to the area mm-hmm. and people are still learning the kind of show that we do and the kind of comedy that we do i mean you've been here for a while um i know what about like the haters Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? Because I know there was one specific exchange. I guess there's just there's some guy at the Sentinel that, mm-hmm. for some reason or another, isn't fond of you. Don't know why. Yeah, well, I you mean, know, what do you reach his own? Is that is that really what it is? Does that stuff ever like? Does it eat at you at all? Well, I mean, I don't think I'd be human if it didn't bother me mm-hmm. or it didn't bother anyone. I mean, wouldn't it bother you? But uh, let me backtrack. Because we stay away from it. If they hate us, we don't read it. You know. Well, so, um, it, that's that's also you know a, a, a good way of. Um, of doing things and, you know, not letting it get to you. But on the one hand, a a TV critic in the newspaper, and by the way, let me interrupt my own sentence here. There's no newspaper critic in the TV realm. So Mm -hmm. why is there a TV critic in the newspaper? Maybe that's for your next thing. I think yeah. that's it. Newspaper I, critic. I think you should just go through the paper and underline things, just like you were a teacher. You get a nice red marker going yeah, like, through. But, great, like C, D, and everything. You just got a whole but, red ink all, all, all over the paper. Say, let me just say that, um, you know, he is paid to criticize. Mm-hmm. That is his job. So he's just earning a paycheck. I can't hold anything against the guy for earning a paycheck. Here's what I hate about haters. So were the Nazis. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of times. <laughs> well, ouch. Don't, yeah. don't dignify that with a response. Marlo, we cheer the hideout. A lot of times, here's what I hate about critics. And I don't know the history of the guy who doesn't like you or the history of the people who don't like us. But I find it really odd to criticize something that you can't do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, you don't know. I mean, a lot of people, like, let's take this radio, for example. Radio is tougher than television, if you ask me. Thank you. Because you have Agreed. to paint pictures with nothing but words. And sometimes you have you a hindrance, a like, like J-Dubs' voice. Huh? And But uh, what will happen, though, is you got four hours to fill. you got to try to make it fun, entertaining. You're mm-hmm. competing against radio. You're competing against television. There's so much out there. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, too, getting in uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning, putting together a two-hour you know newscast to get people's day started. Mm-hmm. And you just wonder... Maybe if these people sat in and saw what you did, maybe they'd be a little bit more understanding. I just, I've always wondered how we have a world full of, like, people who could get paid Mm -hmm. to critique things that they've never even experienced or tried or done or, or a lot of times, sadly too, they're failures. 
You know, on no. one hand, they failed. They tried to do it, and they failed at it. I call that management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Upper management. And, uh, you know, that's where you go for Oh, you see it all the time in radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, guys who couldn't cut it as disc jockeys end up being uh, general managers in Washington, D.C., destroying radio stations. Um but nonetheless, though, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's I one of those. I know what you're talking about. I did overnights. And, and what, I think what I think what I hear you saying. Don't let me put words in your mouth. But I think you're, you're trying to say that you know maybe there's some some jealousy there or some you know something along those lines. Well, to, to be where, like for instance, you to be where you've where you are now, someone would have to walk in the moccasins that you walked in. You right. have to walk the road you walked. So uh, uh, until they've actually done it, well, yeah, maybe they don't have a, a full understanding of what it takes. But then again, you know, I've never written a newspaper columns, you know. I so, have. Yeah, okay. And I was fantastic. <laughs> yes, and I guarantee sure. you've written news. You could write a newspaper column. It's not that hard. Uh, 407 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Marla Weech, Local 6 First News, going to be with Jackie Sosa. Uh, filling in until Mark McEwen uh, gets better. That's uh, Mondays from 5 to 7. I actually did a little television. Oh, um, Well, I was in Lubbock, Texas when I was a college student, and it was at the NBC affiliate, and it was on the morning show. And, man, I tell you what, I got so much respect because I've seen it. Now, I just ran audio. You know, I was in charge of, you know, I was, I'd was i be in the director's booth, and they'd be like, take two, and, and they'd tell me to cut mics and, mm-hmm. you know, turn tapes on, this, that, and the other. But I've seen how it works. And it's tough enough, I think, but when you're in the morning and people are half-ass awake and, you know, you're writing your news and you're doing this, that, and the other... I mean, that's really a very tough, demanding job. And a lot of times there's a misconception with uh, anchors, all right? Dubs and I will say, too, uh, we feel we're infinitely talented because we can read and because we can ad-lib. It's obvious to me. But Thank you. Oh, you're, you're so sweet. But here's what's going on with Marla Weech. Because you're not just sitting there, you know, reading a paper. To have a good anchor, you have to be able to connect with an audience when it's you looking into a camera and, like, how tough that must be, how do you work on that? Do you sit there? Do you look in the mirror uh, and talk to the mirror? Do, no. you, uh, do you do you line up all your teddy bears and uh, <laughs> have a little tea party there? Right. I mean, uh, how do you uh, how do you go about making that personal connection in such an in- intimate uh, setting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a hard question to answer. It's, it's, do you have it or you don't? Some of it is you have it or you don't. Some of it's training. Some of it's simply um, just doing it. Is there any, is there anything con- is there any conscious thing you do like do like with your eyes or something or some kind of thing that you try to uh, yeah, no, convey? But, but you do you do picture that you know you're talking to a living room with probably three people in it uh, a man a woman and a and a child. Right. You know, it's about the, about the best you can do because you're looking into a black box that has a little red light over it and. Mm-hmm. You know? Me too, for years. Um, here's the thing, too. I uh, How do you keep your eyes from moving? That's the thing I'm wondering. I'm like, you know, I'd be sitting there and I'd be I'd be moving my head when I'm with that teleprompter. I mean, there's some yeah. skill that's actually going on well, there. It, it, <laughs> I, I guess it's just experienced, you know, and it's not a hard job to do to read a teleprompter, but, you know, you certainly I, do your best to look like you are speaking through the words, through the camera lens, 
into the person's living room. Can you stick around? We got people who want to take some phone calls. I got other questions too. Just, sure. Just about what it's like being in TV. Okay. Because Dubs and I are on the radio. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's cool. We're a little night show. Funniest night show in America, by the way. That's right. Um, and we're kind of anonymous. But I want to talk about what it's like having to go out because you have a persona. You know what I mean? And like I, I remember one time. I remember one time. I grew up in Dallas, Texas. Very famous uh, uh, anchor there, uh, Clarice Tinsley. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she was very good. And I remember we saw her at Albertsons, and you just look and you're like. That's so weird. She's on TV. She's out of the box. She escaped. Yeah. And she's at Albertson. And then all of a sudden you're like, what's she buying? Yeah. (laughs) Is she picking up tampons? Is it that time? Is it what, you know, what's going on? So I want to talk about what it's like for you. And we'll take these phone calls. A couple of Todd's, Robert, people have some questions for you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Listen to the hideout, to the hideout. Coming up next on the hideout, on the hideout, on the hideout. More with uh, Marla Weech. Going to be filling in for Mark McEwen, um, hanging out alongside Jackie Sosa on Local 6 First News. Be- starts Monday from 5 to 7 a.m. And she's here, open, honest, uh, taking your phone calls here in the hideout. 407 916 it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. Sit down conversation with Marla Weech turning the tables. Uh, <laughs> I did interview you a little bit, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, she was. All right, it's, uh, first Tell of us all, about yourself. <laughs> it, it was so that going on during the commercial break. By the way, Mark McEwen, he's on the medical leave. Uh, she's just taken over temporarily until he's back. On the local six first news, um, that's uh, five to seven in the morning with uh, with Jackie Sosa. Mm-hmm. So we're in the commercial break. Yeah, and I felt cornered a little bit. Why? Because she goes, um, let me see if we can recreate the conversation. So it was. She goes, I'm a little surprised. Uh, you didn't say you liked Orlando right <laughs> off the bat. And we love Orlando. Uh, and then and then it was it was um, you know, most, you know, T V people and you know, radio people come down here and you know, they never leave and it seems And the ones who do leave come try to come back. Yeah, and it seems like you guys are different. You know? You're different. And I'm like, Oh Jesus, don't get the rumor started. But <laughs> but then it's one of those two where I told her and she understands being in you know, being in the business of you think you're going to be somewhere for a very long time. You go to your general manager and say, hey, I'm going to buy a house. Should I buy it? Is everything okay? And they're like, ah, yeah, sure, it's fine. Buy the house. And then 30 days later, uh, it's time to make changes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. That when, was then, this is now. Right. When, when you're. I hate that. How much do you hate management? Come on. Spill it a little bit. <laughs> There's just something about managers. And it's not completely their fault. But something happens to them. Above them too, yeah, you know? I mean that's when we were with, when we were with our buddy uh, up in D.C. Cameron Gray, who was the program director up at WJFK. He was also a very very good friend, and I could because he was such a good friend, I could read him very well. So when stuff started happening, happening, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what's going on, man? Give me a wink. Give me a something. And then it was it got to that point where he couldn't really look me in the eye. Because he knew some stuff was going on, and I knew he was fighting for us, but it didn't look good. And that's when I'm like, "Oh Jesus, 
can we at least have a last show? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, you just... It really, it's it's different at every place you go to. Even the time before that, when uh, when it all went down, um, we got fired for being Chuck Jock. Yeah, uh, they uh, we had one really good manager friend, and he was in the meeting that each of us got fired at. They brought us in individually for this one, right? And uh, we got brought in individually. He uh, couldn't look at us. He was just looking down like. I fought and, so hard. And as soon as he called me, too, because he was in a different meeting to talk about them firing us, mm-hmm. he called me left me a voicemail. I could tell something was wrong because they had to come in early. I call him back, and I go, am I getting fired today? He goes, uh, just come in. Don't bring your headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at that point you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Right. Well, at least I only have six weeks left on the lease. At that point, you kind of almost look out a little bit. Yeah, and, that, and when you called me about that, I'm like, dude, it's over. I, I can already tell because I went and talked to our manager in Chile. Screw Lansing. <laughs> I hate mid-Michigan. And I'm like, dude, should I go into the production studio and get my stuff? It's like, yeah, yeah. hurry up and do it. Get our tapes. Let's get it all before they burn it. Um, Marlo, each here in the hideout. How about some phone calls? You down for that? You got it. 407 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Then I want to get to the thing of how you are like around town and how you feel you have to conduct yourself. Us, example, last night, uh, we're at the strip club, mm-hmm. uh, getting drunk, tearing signs off of walls. That <laughs> uh, um, was not Oh, yeah. Pipes Poss- out of a toilet. Possibly. St- I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll tell that story in a little bit. Um, but, uh, Todd in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio with Marlo Each, Local 6, starting Monday morning along with Jackie Sosa. What's going on, Todd? What's up, guys? What's Great got? show. Thank you. You know, you got to understand, man, that, that the newspaper is written on a sixth-grade level, so <laughs> any moron can write one of their articles uh-huh. and understand it. Right. So, but... You know, that, that TV news, it takes a bit of intelligence and tact and candor to do that. So, you know, it's kudos a, to them. All right, so kudos to people like Marlo who are coming in and uh, trying to uh, relate it. Here's what I always find interesting, too, is how you make the video sync up with the words. Like, I watch that, and I'm like, because you don't know because they read the prompter, but then when they cut to video... The anchors have to look down to their desk monitor mm-hmm. and I think continue to read so that it matches up. You do some of that, and that happens more so in sports. Now, yeah, I went to uh, Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts, and uh, we absolutely, had absolutely, you know. But these guys, I mean, they they have an editor, so they got a teacher with a red pen that mm-hmm. goes over their mistakes, you know. So they could be an idiot, but. You know, live cameras, come on, man. Thank it's you, right Todd. There. Appreciate it. There's yeah. a little well, support yeah, for you, Marla. Well, thank you. Thank you, Todd. Um, that, that is true. Um, you, the good, I said a minute ago, you know, it's easy to read a teleprompter. Well, yeah, but to read it well, the good ones make it look easy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how that works. And, and, and there is a, a, a more difficult uh, thing going on behind the scenes, and that is you're always under pressure, not just with the clock, but with the competition across the street. And, you know, to get the facts straight. So you, uh, this is a pressure cooker type of job. And if you don't work well under pressure, then this is not the type of job for you if you're thinking about TV. <laughs> but Let's go to another Todd Kissimmee with Marla Weech of uh, Now Local 6 uh, here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. What's up, Todd? Hideout, how are you? Hey, buddy. Marla, hey. I've been here for uh, 15 years, and you, you've been a, a, a newscaster icon. Oh, thank you. That's true. Cause oh, you, I, something you called, have 
uh, I've watched you, um, you, Vanessa Williams, and everybody from Channel 9. At any rate, my question is, how did you take the transition from going from Channel 9 to uh, uh, Channel 27? How about that? How about okay. that transition from go? Now, you'll have it's, to... It seemed like a cut. Is it now, was it, because here's what I'm trying to understand, because I'm still even figuring out the whole, like, news thing, at least mm -hmm. around here. So there was Channel 9, which is the ABC affiliate. Right. Then it had its sister station. Which was an independent. Which was, okay. Were they connected, though? Uh, They're in the same building. They used the same news crews. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I guess he was asking, at one time you were at 9, and then you went over to 27. Right. Was that a demotion, or was that a, a lateral move? Well, or? I didn't look at it as a demotion. I looked at it as preparation. Okay. You know, a lot of people did look at it as demotion, and they, they told me so. They voiced it. Nice to get their support, but it, you know, yeah. in life, it's all how you look at it and, you know, how you how you play the hand that's dealt. And here's the other thing, too, that people just kind of fail to understand. When you're in this business doing what you're doing, first of all, you want to work. You know, that's one thing. You just want to be out there doing your thing. Mm -hmm. And... You know, you're not looking at it as, you know, a demotion. You're thinking of, okay, I'm still getting to do my craft. Mm -hmm. sure. I'm still getting paid for my craft. Which, in, in some cases, we would do for free because we love it. Exactly. You know? And then on the mm -hmm. other hand, too, you're thinking. Okay, he's he's balking at that one, but all right. <laughs> We've done it. We did it for free for a very long <laughs> okay. time. Trust me. We're, you're over it. Okay. But then, the, you know, on the other hand, too, you know, sure, you want to be. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. right? and, I don't, and, again, this is up to you. Let's say here in this building, all right. Let's say the hideout right now. We're on Road Radio. We're on the big. We're on the big dog here at Clear Channel. Well, let's say for some reason, and I probably wouldn't doubt it, uh, they decide they want to move us to uh, do sports at 7:40, mm -hmm. or you know, have us go over to. Five, I don't even know what the other one is. 570. Yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever. The, the the rush station. Uh, in a way, I Rush think. To, is right. Yeah, in a way, to us, we would see that. At, I think people see that as part of a demotion of going from real radio to 740. But then on the other hand, too, we're like, hey, we're still doing our thing. We're still getting paid. We're still, you know, we're still entertainers. We're still in the business. Mm -hmm. Is it? It's not so much an ego thing as much as people want to make it out to be, is it? Well, I mean, again, I think it's in, in what you do with it and how you look at it. Um, I was very proud that we took, I was put into a situation where I was in, to a start at the number one position, right. and then I was put into a startup position, and I was very proud that they had the confidence in me to build up that station, and I'm very proud of what we did to build up the audience and, and build the respectability of that station. And, and you know, I, I look back and, and on it, and I say to myself, good work, you know, good right. work. So if it, it were to happen to you and you were to be put somewhere you considered a demotion, um at first. I, I think it depends, like you said, it depends on the situation. So, so 27 at that time, it, they were were they just starting they news? They were just starting. We, uh, we in the ratings book, you know, you know, unfortunately, the news business lives and dies by ratings. Mm -hmm. We had an asterisk. Right. <laughs> I meant less than now. less than one, less than zero. <laughs> and uh, you know, when I left, we were we were very high up, um, sevens, eights, nines, tens. So you know, in in the points. Well, so. see, then that's another thing too, because again, we're new to the area. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole other thing where, you know, if you're going over, 
you know, to start up a whole new a whole news department at a station and get you know starting up a whole new thing. Sure. I don't see how. I mean, to me, that's just another challenge in the business. It's another way to grow, almost. It is another way to grow, and you you know probably deep down in your heart of hearts, you don't learn anything on the mountaintop. You learn every battle lesson, every war strategy in the valley. Right. And, you know, if you're in the valley for a little, some valleys are a little deeper and longer than others. You know, it just means the lesson goes on that much longer and you're you're getting that much more um, battle ready. Right. So. It's, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. And that's what's so funny, too, is because people... I mean, they look, they look and see, you know, you're on a whole nother level sometimes because you happen to be on television mm-hmm. or because your voice is heard on the radio and they think this, that, and the other about, you know, J-Dubs and El Jefe that, you know, how come they're not buying us drinks every time they're out? And there's like this whole misconception of, you know, what you are and who you are and what matters to you. To them, they feel, hey, I need to be on the biggest, baddest station. You know, this is what I'd want as opposed to, hey, I want to grow as a broadcaster and do this, that, or the other. Now, speaking of growing, and I'm sure you went through a lot of growing pains, your first time sitting down in a news chair, reading a teleprompter, how difficult was it? Scared, scared, scared. So scared I had to run to the ladies' room several times. Would you uh, consider it bad? Like, uh, your first time? Would I consider it bad? Yeah, like, you're... It was just green, you know, yeah. just really green. <laughs> now, I have a... And I was green around the gills. <laughs> I have a little audio of someone very green. Okay. Uh, hit it over there, Tommy. This guy is uh, doing trying to do Hello, sports. Well, the Ball State softball team continued to play this weekend, and they were hoping to continue off of their straight three out of four losses. And so we'll take a look and see how that happened. God. They started off good, but then eventually but the Ball State women's, women's team shot down and ended up doing poorly. Oh, no. <laughs> and okay, We're going to continue on now. The ladies' Cardinals will play an Iowa tournament starting this Friday. Before the Ball State baseball team kicks off its conference season this, we- this weekend, the Cards will battle in in-state rival Indiana tomorrow. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two. <laughs> Beating both. Does this make you cringe? Douche chill. It's just dead air. Now there's just dead air. I mean, it's on television, so it's different, but you can see this kid panicking. Hoosiers are on the four on <laughs> on the year, and they have won six of its last seven games tomorrow. Will be the game three at 3 p.m. Which Switching to Ball State men's tennis, it seems what the hell? What about the Hoosiers? Did they win? On, it seems every week they have a player. <laughs> just giving up. Well, you know, you got to start Matt somewhere. Is the latest Cardinals. There's got to be a time where you say, "Okay, this ain't, I'm, I'm not cut out for this." But wait a minute, Albert Einstein was told that he couldn't learn, that he was retarded. Um, look at the hair. Maybe yeah. he was. Uh, have you ever run out of news or things to talk about on air? No, because usually the producers are so good about making. Ch- I beg yeah, to differ, still- my friend. It's. Oh. We're going to keep watching that because we do have uh, cameras um, trained on the airport there at Portland International Airport. Again, seven people this on board. This is CNN too. Uh, a passenger, a, a private plane that's making an emergency landing. We'll let you know what happens. Where do we want to go now, guys? <laughs> 
Alright. We apologize for the delay sometimes in breaking news. This happens. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll get you back to that story and keep you up to date, of course, keep you posted as to what happens there. Uh, in the meantime, where do we want to go, guys? <laughs> Let's give you some other news of the day. Okay. That, hold on. Well, if you know what, okay. since we're since we're just sitting here, no one's giving us any instruction. Let's we're going to go back to the line. All right, let's talk about now. That's why sometimes anchors will get a bad rap. By the way, Marla Weech uh, from uh, Local Six in here, starting the morning show with uh, Jackie uh, Sosa coming up Monday at five, filling in for Mark McEwen. And there will be no episodes like what you just. No, <laughs> don't say, say that. Don't, don't jinx say, yourself. That is very difficult to do to, mm-hmm. when when you have a breaking news situation. Where do you want to go, guys? You have no. <laughs> and, oh, you want me to stop talking now? <laughs> and you have no new information essentially, and you've got a producer talking in one ear, and you've got to continue saying what you're saying, keep your train of thought while somebody is saying something else in your ear, and and comprehend what they're saying while you continue your train of thought. No, you know, I, absolutely. The good ones make it look easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and sometimes even the good ones every single good one's had a moment like that that's mm-hmm. right and and you know what probably every person in tv news has looked at their playback and laughed at themselves over and over again so you know you, absolutely you're just human it's the hideout real radio 104.1 uh let's take some more questions here we'll go to robert and Merritt island you're on with marla weech in the hideout on real radio what's up robert hello go ahead buddy hey, robert hey uh I'm a retired deputy sheriff here in Florida, and in early 98, I was involved in an incident where Channel 9 and all the other affiliates uh, reported very heavily on it, and uh, where I was a victim. And I'm just trying to find out, do you ever find it hard where, you know, there's a story where you want to express your emotions toward a crime and... You know, and how do you handle that? Yeah, you are you're you're out there. You're you're reporting the news. You aren't really commenting on it, and sometimes you want to throw out something there, and you just can't. All right, that's a good sure. question. Thank mm-hmm. you, Robert. Yeah, you you're um you're paid to deliver the mm-hmm. news to reflect what's happening in the community to mirror it back. And, of course, stories get to you. Of course, you're processing what's going on and the emotions involved in, in say, a tragic situation. Um, but you are supposed to try to be as straight with it as possible in Mm -hmm. order to be the best communicator possible but yet at the same time there has to be a balance of some sort you can't be a robot yeah you have to put some kind of a human into it they're going to think you're not human you're uncaring so there's a delicate balance that you have to try to find yeah, you have to be straight but not cold. Uh, yes, it often like depends O'Reilly. on the person and the person's, per, you know, the personality of the newscaster. I was just saying, got to be more like Bill O'Reilly, uh, Hannity. Sean Hannity, guys who deliver news and uh, don't comment. Well, now they're they're not. <laughs> that, that's a that's a different animal. That's yeah. a different program. Oh, trust me, I know. We know. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and it drives us insane that they have somehow news on that uh, uh, label that title, yeah, onto that station. All right, so let me ask you about the uh, like the personal stuff. So you have a, you know, you have a persona. You've been known. You're, you know, throughout here in Central Florida. There, I guess it's this thing called the Q ratings, and that like how recognizable you are. Oh. And Marla scores through the roof. I mean, she's just known. Her voice, her face, everything. She's just very well known, especially you know throughout Central Florida. How does that? translate for what you're going to do like on a weekend or 
Because I know you're, a, from what I understand and from what I've heard, you're a very upstanding moral citizen. You well, know, thank you. Um, you're very devout <laughs> in your faith, from what I understand. But sometimes you're the photo opposite of us. Uh, exactly. I can't even believe you're doing this show. <laughs> but you know, maybe you want to go out or you want to, and it's maybe it's not even about having a drink, but maybe even colleagues. Like, are you really? Are you always having people look at you because they they do the double take? And then do you find yourself always being on? Because mm-hmm. Dubs and I, whenever we're surrounded by someone who happens to know us mm-hmm. through the show, maybe they recognize a voice or they've you know seen us before, we always feel like we got to do our shuck and drive routine. We got to always be laughing and joking and entertaining. Do you always feel like sometimes you got to be upright and proper and watch yourself so that rumors don't start about you? Well, there's a certain amount of responsibility. You know, people. I hate that. I don't, I don't well, want that. I, you don't like the R word. Okay, I won't use the R word anymore. But it is a privilege. There's a, it is a privilege to being invited into people's homes night after night. Right. And, you know, I am invited into folks' homes more than their brother, more than their next door neighbor, even their, their closest relative. So they do kind of feel like they know you, you know, so they'll, they'll come up and start talking to you as if, you're supposed to know them immediately. Right. Oh, yeah, that and, happens a you know, lot. And, then, and there are some funny things that happen in those kind of circumstances. I've, I I have a lot of funny things that happen, but, you know, it's it's all kind of the generally the same kind of stuff. It's like I'm, I'm in a grocery store, and this man and this lady are doing what I call the the um they're patrolling you know they're mm-hmm. trolling they're they're going back and forth circling yeah, circling kind of, yeah. kind of and seeing they're, making they're, sure it's you and right, everything right they're they're doing the look there's always a certain look when mm-hmm. you they think they have spotted you or you know oh she's not buying low fat oh, they do the they fat. do look in your yeah i had somebody say to me one time oh you buy hamburger you know wow. but but, the, but that was another this particular guy and his wife they went by and and finally she kept on going and and he came back and then he went passed one more time and i heard him say to her ahead of me no that's not her (laughs) and And i loved it because you you want to take out your license it is it is actually (laughs) no 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 no. Uh, you know do you have people come up and like bring up stories or something do you like have you ever had people like come up and like kind of like bring up a news story that you might have done like a week ago so what's going on with that winter park thing? You yeah, know, and like oh, they sure. expect you to, uh, you know, just be delivering all of it yeah, to them right there. Yeah, delivering an, an instant news update. Yeah, yeah, let me give you your own personal news. <laughs> and weather newscast. guys get the same thing anyway. They, they right. get, you know, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? Am I golfing or not? You know, mm-hmm. exactly. Marluigi here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Uh, Local six coming up with Jackie Sosa. Uh, Monday morning starts at uh, at five o'clock. See, if I were on television, if I were recognizable, because we're like the complete opposite of television, like even for wacky, wacky radio guys, mm-hmm. you go to our website, it isn't a bunch of pictures of us. Any pictures have bars over our eyes. <laughs> we like the anonymity. Um, but I couldn't imagine, like if you were, you know, well-known throughout Central Florida, and you don't have to comment on this because I'm going to be crass, but let's say you're going in and you're buying, you know, feminine hygiene things mm-hmm. or you're going and you're buying condoms or just like anything like that you're like can i get a buddy to go buy this for me you know do mm-hmm. you do the sh- do you do all the shopping on yeah. your own uh-huh. <laughs> and do you ever have a checkout counter person look at you and kind of oh wow, it's gonna be a good weekend <laughs> <laughs> that kind of th- i just really because you have that relationship it just seems like it would be really 
uncomfortable all yeah. the time. It, it, you know, How do you deal with being uncomfortable Buying personal all the time? items. You know, even underwear. You know, you go, you buy some underwear. You know, it's just underwear. Everybody buys it, but for some reason I have to be ashamed of it. Right. I got to go into Victoria's Secret now. And, yes, uh, I, buy, I wear bikini briefs. I do. They're fine. I got a thong, too. <laughs> it's out now. There it is. <laughs> you know, go tell them. So let's talk about this. Now, you're going over to Local 6 now. Mm-hmm. Um, you were over at nine. This is your second go-around at 6, right? That's right. Uh, right. My broadcast roots are at Local 6. I began there in the early 80s. I was there for three years. Okay. And um, Same building? Uh, well, same building, um, yes, because we built that building. That was that is what was called the new building. You know, we we had the old building. I was in the old building, and then we went to the new building, and that's the same building that's there right now. Okay, all right. So it just does it feel good? Are you how excited are you? Like how nervous are you going to be this weekend? Are you no. going to be, or is it just one of those things you can't wait for? Uh, I can't for Monday wait. morning. I can't wait. It, right, and you- Jackie Sosa is a delight to work with. She's a wonderful, beautiful newswoman, new mother. She's thought of ways to multitask in ways we've never thought of, as mm-hmm. I've said. And um, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And uh, at the same time, we're going to deliver news and information and tell you six things you need to know before you go out the door. And we have the out-the-door cast. I mean, just it's really compacted and compiled in a way that's user-friendly because when people are getting up, they're turning on the TV to find out what the weather is. They just just tell me what I need to know. I got to get out the door. I'm already late. Tell me what I need to know. And that's how it's formatted. How stoked is everybody? Just kind of with CBS overall, um, with Kirk coming over. Very excited at night. Because I mean, as much as you know, first of all, you got to be excited. Partly in the morning because hey, the you know the big person's leaving the rival in the morning, and she's coming over to our team. And even though she's in the afternoon, she's still going to be doing stuff peppered throughout. Mm-hmm. And that just means bringing over a whole other audience. Is, is there a real big buzz with oh, um, sure. Marla and Katie now oh, coming no, over? Oh, no, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. But I don't fit in that league at all, as you well know. Uh, no, everybody You are prettier. Very, I'll tell you that oh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. I pay now. him to say these things. <laughs> <laughs> He's really earning some money tonight. <laughs> no, um, everybody is it. very excited about Katie. High expectations, and it's just going to be good all the way around. All right, yeah, I understand that. Well, I appreciate you coming in here and uh, talking to us. And It's really good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. I've never met you before, but I you're the only. I really like you. <laughs> you're our only media friend in town. So Is that right? Yes, and we're going to thank you ahead of time for giving us a little shout-out Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Let me see how I'm going to have to figure out how to work that in yeah. just right, but keep thank watching. You, thank you to all <laughs> FA and J-Dubs from the hideout. They're so precious. Uh, and Kitty Porn Ring broken up. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also. Oh, no. oh, gee. Yeah, uh, as long as you're not one of the, the uh, news stories. Don't look right over there. there. Don't, look, don't look. we got a crazy weekend Close plans. windows, so. windows, windows. Oh, no. Myla Weech hey, uh, filling guys. in for uh, Mark McEwen on medical leave, uh, hopping alongside Jackie Sosa. Jackie Sosa. I'm alongside Jackie. Yes, it is her show. And that starts uh, Monday at 5. Local 6, of course. All of us are very familiar with Local6.com as well. Marla, thank you so much for coming you into the high school. You very much. Fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, hopefully we can do this uh, at some other point. I hope too. our paths cross again soon. All right, we'll take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Marla has to be the nicest woman I've ever met. Oh, my God. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Marla uh, Weech from Now Local 6, starting Monday morning with Jackie Sosa until Mark McEwen gets back. I was downstairs smoking, and I saw the way I said, yeah, best of luck and everything. I, you know, I gave her that, and I, she came over and was just you know, telling me to keep my chin up. I guess I, I sound a little jaded. 
<laughs> I, 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 that's what, you know, maybe. I guess I do. I don't know. You're lucky I didn't crack my mic. Yeah, we are jaded. We're not going to lie. Uh, I think that's what makes us us, though. Yeah, please. She was incredibly nice. Oh, so nice. I think, uh... She actually said bye to me, unlike most guests who just walk out and don't I'm say anything to me. Pretty open, too. She's very hot. Very, very... Yeah, I'm like, damn. Nice legs. Nice legs. Nice body. Oh. Nice face. She was being nice. Show her a little respect. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, headmaster. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Don't be graphic. She's almost as attractive as Top or Shut from DC Channel 9. Right, that's two media buddies that we have. I'm actually taller than Top or Shut. <laughs> you know what's funny, too? Um... You know a it's lot. <laughs> you know a lot of local TV people were probably tuning into that, like probably old people from Nine that used to work with her, seeing what she was going to say. And she's right about the whole thing of going from Nine to twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times this businessman, you just want to work. Yeah, I mean, it... and if it's a new challenge, it's a new challenge. I mean, people. I'll tell you this now. I'll be honest with you. A lot of people told us. It was a demotion going from D.C. to Orlando. We didn't look at it like that. Not at all, because we were going from doing 11 to 1 at WJFK to doing 7 to 11 at Real Radio. And Real Radio is a lot better of a station than <laughs> yeah, the, uh, JFK is now. A little more sturdy. Absolutely. So it's, it really, you got to, but, you know, there are always going to be haters out there. And that's the funny thing about haters. They couldn't do this. They hate us because they ain't us. To quote Buster Rhymes from Higher Learning. Yes. Every time you say haters, I think of that Kevin Federline song now. We should have played it for. This one's for you, Marla. For all the haters. Um, Come take the Ella hater. All right, there's a very good chance we probably wouldn't have been doing this show tonight after last night at Dancers Royale. Mm-hmm. So they come in every Thursday, and I love those guys. Uh, Rob over there is... Uh, become a very good friend of this show he's absolutely fantastic they takes bring, care of us uh brings us out there shows us a good time out of dances royale uh joey bag of donuts was out there mm-hmm. so we all go after the show and right now we're filming this documentary on bike curious bj dubs his cousin who's mm-hmm. in town so we head over there and we walk into dancers lo and behold there's bow roads and we're like, this is going to be a good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bo is in the VIP already. Let's rock and roll. So we're over at Dancers, and it's myself, Dubs, uh, Matt Albert, By Curious BJ, uh, Soph, who was fil- filming the documentary on By Curious BJ, came in. It was good hanging out with him. That was fun. He couldn't bring in his camera because I just I don't think you know cameras are allowed. Yeah, yeah, not a dancer. No. Um, EMSTD came out. Uh, a couple of other uh, heretics showed up. It was very snatchy cakes, doogie. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. So we're in there, and immediately right off the bat, an entire bottle of Grey Goose vodka, yeah. chilled, with three Red Bulls, and then a separate container, two separate containers, one for orange juice. And another one, one with orange juice, another with cranberry juice. So, and we're sitting there, and we're like, oh, all righty then. Shouldn't this have is, done this. This is fantastic. <laughs> so, um, everybody gets their glasses. It's one of those things where it's all vodka <laughs> and a little bit of the uh, For color. Yeah, yeah. Hey. 
And... I was there. Oh, <laughs> for you. <laughs> so we're in there, and man, the time that was had was just so much. It's one of those things where you step back for a second, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is surreal. You got beautiful women dancing around. You got lap dances being thrown around. You've got uh, the alcohol flowing. It's one of those nights that you never want to end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where we're, and we're having a good time. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's we're joking bonding. around. Now I'll say this, and every time about a strip club too, I'm not a real big fan of lap dances mm-hmm. because or dances. It's not really a lap dance there, but more of a, like a dance. Private dance or private dance. Because, and there were a couple of girls, like white girls, with, with booties that just, I didn't think white women had. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Onions. Um, but, I'm, you know, you get in the dance, and you just don't know where to look. Yeah. You know, because you feel... Always at the eyes. No. <laughs> I could never, ever look a dancer in the eyes, because you just feel so dirty. I, I do, and I see the ghost of Daddy past. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful thing for me. See the horrors. <laughs> see that bedroom door opening around 11 o'clock. <laughs> just, Boogie man! Oh, come Boogie on. Man. Come on. <laughs> so. Cry, cry, little girl. You're cry, looking, cry. and you just don't know where to look. And so you look down, and I'm always worried, too. Like, where I, what I kept trying to talk about with Marla of, mm-hmm. are people looking at me getting this lap dance? Yes. And just, then it's more of, all right, now I'm on display. Well, have, I don't want to look like a complete creedent. You, you, you completely are conscious of what faces you're making, like what you're, uh, how much eye motion you're making. And you don't want to uh, be looking too much and looking like a creep, but you don't want to look away and look like a homo. So <laughs> you... That's true, though, because a lot of times you'll see guys who will just be looking away, sipping on their beer, and you're just like, well, what are you doing now? That's... Mo. I try to have a good time with the girl. Make jokes, maybe dance with her a little bit. You know what? I do that a lot, too, now. Now, hold on. Now, let me say this. Uh, By the way, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. So, Matt Albert, when he is getting a dance, he is performing for the girl. (laughs) What were you singing to that girl? It was Fall Out Boy. Yeah, he's singing Fall Out Boy while getting a dance. Um, And you're dancing with her, too. Yeah. I mean, you're doing a whole thing. Cracking jokes, making her feel comfortable. Right. I want to hear. Is this the one? Yeah. You know every single word of the song. Yeah. Too bad he sucks when I have him do that game show. We know the next line of the song. Give us a little bit of this out uh, of the Fallout Boy, Matt. At one point, we were looking up. I'm looking at some. I'm watching the Mavericks get their asses beaten. Mm-hmm. Oh, good BJ's here. Come on in, buddy. I'm looking at the Mavericks get their ass whooped. Am I more than you bargained for yet? Get into it like you were. Been dying to tell you anything you want to hear. Cause that's just who I am this week. Right in the grass. Next week, the first thing we're from black. What are you doing? You look like you're doing something else with your head bobbing there. <laughs> Come on, say it. In a song. Hey, get to the hook. Now he was shouting the hook.
we're going down singing And we never won with a bullet Now we got complex cracking and pulling We're going down, down at the end of the round And sugar, we're going down swinging I won with a bullet Your loaded got complex With a fucking bullet Alright What? What? What are you putting your head down for? Here's what's funny <laughs> He could be any fat emo band boy You're like uh You're just a little bit skinnier than that guy Take from My Chemical Romance off. I don't have the hair for it Um Alright so anyway So Matt's singing this while getting the dance mm. Pointing at everybody <laughs> Just performing Now Dubs on the other hand When he gets a dance mm-hmm. Dubs likes to go over the top, creepy. <laughs> so Dubs, I stare at the face. I stare at the eyes. I'm Here's making the thing. The, uh... And then normally when you get a dance, Dubs like you sit back. Yeah. Dubs kind of sits back, but then occasionally he'll lean forward. <laughs> well, I need to get a belt. I think I just see to, something. Just to look her deep pull into my, her eyes. Pull my spectacles down. As a monocle sometimes. <laughs> I hmm. mean, just interesting. Deep into the eyes. Like it's uh, like he's Katie Kirk in an interview. Just, and then he'll even I want Gary to cry. He'll even yeah right. He'll even do the uh, the eye thing like the, the pointing. It's you and me. Me and you. Right I now. I know. You know who says it? I used to ask to ask. Grant or Jackson? Mr. Jackson says it. Right here. It's just me and you right now. Don't pay attention to these perverts around me. So anyway, we're getting the uh, getting the dance. By the way, Bo Rhodes uh, wanted us to pass along a message to Chunks. Mm-hmm. We were very drunk at the end of the night. I believe it was, you're a pussy. Because you didn't come out to Dancers Royale. And you haven't he, yet. He was looking for you. Yeah, he was. Bo really... Rhodes wanted to see you, Chunks. Oh, I'm sorry. So tired. And I apologize that it took me 45 minutes to get BJ right now, but I have a story if you want to hear it after the break. All right, well, let's wrap up talking about dancers last night. So we're, we're there, and it's one of those times Matt's singing, we're all feeling good, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's only like 1 o'clock, so you know there's plenty of more time to have a lot more fun. <laughs> and then Dubs pulls me aside, and he goes... Dude, this is great. Here's the thing. We got to leave soon. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? We could still have a whole hour before this place shuts down. They love us. We can probably even stick around a little bit afterwards. Uh, if BJ has two more drinks, he's going to start fighting. <laughs> and I was like, you're crazy. Look at it. I've never seen a guy happier. There was this really cute fat chick. Yep. At the bar or uh, at dancers last night. Big boobs. Yeah, she was she was thick. Yeah. Um, but the thing was, BJ immediately goes and grabs her by the hand, sits her on his lap, and the two of them get a lap dance together. All right. He, BJ's working the room, mm-hmm. meeting people, throwing dollars around like it's nobody's business, just having all kinds of drinks. Okay. And Dubs, I guess, had seen this so much in his life that he said, dude, two more drinks, and he's going to start fighting people. <laughs> so now it is about 1.30. Yeah. And BJ has had those two drinks. Yeah. And I'm not kidding, and I don't know how you did it, Dubs. Like a light switch. <laughs> now, by Curious BJ, goes from happy, fun, Conan dancing o- around Conan O'Brien... To the typical 
I want to beat your ass. I'm Irish. I'm ready to fight you. Yeah. So. Have you ever been punched in the face? Yeah, that was said like 50 times. <laughs> yeah. So then he starts. All right, first of all, I can't even believe it to this, and I want to apologize, but we give him enough plugs. It's okay. And we really so, didn't do it. Yeah. So BJ, I guess, is going to go get another dance. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he starts lifting up his shirt, and he goes, hey, can you hold this for me? And I I'm thought just, he was running some penis joke. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. he's running some sort of a gimmick about, you know, yeah, hold it, you know, my duke. No, he pulls out a sign. <laughs> I guess some sign about anyone busted doing illegal drugs will get kicked out immediately, something like that. <laughs> So he hands it to me. He goes, hey, can you hold on to this sign? I'm like, where'd this come from? Uh, it was in the bathroom. I took it off the wall. <laughs> I'm, and I'm saying, dude. Why? Why the hell would you take this off the wall? He was like, it was there. I'm like, oh, Christ. You're right, Dubs. It's beginning to happen. By Curious BJ is now starting to turn into this guy. Mm-hmm. So then he starts. Oh, God. So then he's walking around the VIP area, trolling for drinks. He looks like a troll. He's trolling for drinks. Uh, if you know anything about Bo Rhodes, he loves McUltra. Mm-hmm. So BJ proceeds to try to steal the McUltra out of Bo's hands. Like, Give me that beer. So that I can drink it. And Bo's like, well, you can have it as soon as I'm done with it. My beer. So, so then Bo chugs half of it and gives it to BJ who then proceeds to chug half of it and that can cont- that went on essentially the whole night mm-hmm. i am a ama- oh then he starts then you threatened to punch Bo at one point, BJ? No, it was Joey Bagadonis who uh, threatened to punch. All right, one of the guys one of the guys who's helping us out, mm-hmm. you know, who's really taking care of us what did you say? Have you ever been punched in the face? Is that what it was? Do you know what it was, Matt? It was three people, by the way. Okay, who else was? It was uh, EMSTD and me. I was oh, yeah. threatening to fight remember, all you guys. Remember he ripped uh, EMSTD's uh, hat off of him yeah. and, and took his beer. <laughs> you took his beer, too? Turn your mic on, stupid. I don't know. If I, t- I don't remember. You took his hat off of him, put it on, and you uh, took his drink. And didn't he get a le- like the lesbians mad at him, too? <laughs> oh, wait, I, didn't even re- I forgot about that. Now, this is what was actually kind of cool. There at Dancers, they were two different sets of lesbians who were there. Both of them, uh, I would say lipstick, I think. I mean, they were... Yeah, they were they cute. Were, they were hot. What did you keep doing to the lesbians? We couldn't really make it out because of the music. That pissed them off so much. They weren't. They actually uh, weren't mad. Actually, one time he was yelling at them to make out. Well, what it was is they were, I looked over at them, they were making out. And I looked over at them, and I can't say it's on the air, but I said no, and used the S word. <laughs> and I go, no way, you know? I'm like, right. sweet. And they kind of looked at me, like, you know, like, get out of here. <laughs> so I went over and proceeded to talk to them. And then all night, every time I saw them kissing, or I just saw them in general, I'm like, yeah, right on. <laughs> Keep up the good fight. <laughs> I loved it. They were hot. Doing God's work. Didn't you say? Didn't you? Didn't you? At the end of the at the end of the night, at one point, didn't you go sit down and say, "So where are we all going afterwards? Or are we going back to your place?" Didn't you pull some gimmick like that? I would say after one fifteen, 
there's not a whole lot of the rest of the night I remember. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> 407-916-1041, It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 recapping our trip last night to Dancers Royale with Dubs' cousin by Curious BJ. Does that cover basically everything that happened in the club? I Hold on. EMSTD is on the phone, one of the heretics. Was there anything that we missed as far as BJ being in there and what happened? Uh, the only thing I can remember is when we were all sitting back there in the VIP section and he's sitting at the main stage dancing with the... Uh, with the couple next to him trying to get everybody in the club dancing. At once. Uh, the other thing, too, is he kept begging management at dancers yeah, for, to him go to go, stage. for him to go dance on one of the poles. And he's like, one of them's open, one of them's open. Why can't I go up there and dance and strip here at Dancers Royale? All right, I, not, all right here's the thing. All right, thank you, Mr. D. We'll see you here in a second. So then we're leaving, okay? Dubs is the DD. Mm-hmm. So... We all decide it's time to go. And Safu was there with us filming this documentary on BJ. As soon as we're about to leave, he immediately runs to his car to get his camera. All right? I'm in the restroom. I'm saying bye to a couple of the uh, lovely ladies. And I come outside, and I see BJ yelling at the camera. <laughs> and then he almost, didn't he almost start a fight with someone, too? He wanted to go over and talk to other people. And I had him by the hood of his uh, hoodie, <laughs> and he starts swinging at me, like uh, at my arm, trying to get my hand off because uh, I was I was trying to lead him around like a dog. Right. And I'm like, we gotta go this way, BJ. I, I, I know, I know where we gotta go. I want to go over here and talk to them. <laughs> so then we all get in the car. All right. And Dubs is driving, and it's mm-hmm. two o'clock on a Thursday night. And cops are in full force, and we gotta go uh, 4:36 back to Maitland. And there are plenty of cops everywhere. Well, I mean, Dubs is fine to drive, mm-hmm. but we're four, you know, we're three drunk guys in a car, and we don't want to get Dubs pulled over, even though it's going to be fine. It, it, it's just a hassle. I, you know, I, I just didn't want to put up with it. And you never know when you get pulled over if someone is too intoxicated and starts something with the, like BJ starts something with the officer. Why'd you pull us over? So we're pulling up. We're on 436. And BJ feels the need to start sticking his hand outside the car like he's some sort of a dog. Mm-hmm. Then he he pulls out something from his jacket and starts hitting Matt on the head with <laughs> yeah. it. And I'm like, what is that? And he starts hitting me with it. He stole a hose from one of the toilets at Dancer's <laughs> Royale. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why you got? Why are you gonna give me in trouble? They're never going to let me back in there again. <laughs> You're leaving. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Why would you take one of the hoses from I don't remember of... doing it. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. I had large quantities of gray goose flowing <laughs> through my bloodstream. So we're in the car, and we pull up at a red light, and there's some guy next to us. Oh, Jesus. And I think he's listening to Deftones and... His windows are rolled down. I think he's even smoking some weed. I don't know. And BJ proceeds to yell things very loudly so that this guy can hear us. Just ready to start all kinds of trouble. We were going to stop off at Beto's and, you know, have a little nightcap, have a little uh, food. Mm-hmm. This son of a bitch, as soon as we're about to pull into Beto's, i got to find a place to puke. <laughs> can we get somewhere so that I can puke? All right, there goes Beto's. Maybe we'll just stop at 7-Eleven. I'm about to pull up to the 7-Eleven. Uh, 
can I puke at 7-Eleven? All right, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Let's just get home. Try to get home without incident. What was I yelling at the guy in the truck? I don't know. Just li- look at this guy. <laughs> hey, cool guy. The girl big and bad with your window. That kind of stuff. Now, you guys didn't get to see this, but after we dropped you off. Well, real fast, you dropped me off. Mm-hmm. He goes out and proceeds to urinate uh, on various cars in my parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and before that, as I get out of the car, he hops out of the car with me and runs at me yelling, Preview! And just tackles me out of nowhere. I, oh, guess I, for- a- I forgot about that. Because that's because the Hideout Fight Club coming up uh, tonight. Hour. And yeah. I lift him up, and he says, uh, let me go. i gotta go to- I got to go to the bathroom. i got to go to the bathroom. And then he goes urinating on the cars in my parking lot. So then at that point, <laughs> I'm walking upstairs, you know, to the third floor, watching him run from scurry from car to car, marking his territory. And I'm just thinking, good luck, Dubs. So what happens when you get back to your place? Well, we, this happened even still in your uh, parking lot. Oh, no. I am I pull up a little bit, so I'm not, like, around him while he's doing all this uh, pee stuff. And uh, <laughs> he, get, he runs back up to my car, and right in front of us is a truck with a big Domino's delivery thing on top of it. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Dude, I can steal that. I'm like, what are we going to do with it? <laughs> Does it matter? Anything we want. I'm like, no, don't steal it. Come on. Just keeps on yelling at me to uh, to, steal, for, to let him steal this Domino's thing. I finally round him up in my car, take him back over to my place, and he, he asks me what uh, apartment number I am. I tell him. Uh, he's like, all right, I'll be there in a few. What the hell? <laughs> Runs off, I guess, to puke again. And- do, you, do you know where you went? I, the only thing I really remember about that incident was I was just laying face down in the grass, puking. <laughs> what? <laughs> in someone's front lawn. I didn't really care at that point. Did he... So, I'm in my place, I'm making up something to eat for before I go to bed, and uh, my phone rings, it's BJ. Where are you? I'm like, I don't know, where are you at? He starts naming off building numbers. I don't know the building numbers around there. I only pay attention to where I'm at. I live right at the front of the complex. Uh, I'm like, you know, like, uh, there's a, just start walking, and I'll stand outside, and I'll, I'll finally see you. So he starts walking around, talking on the cell phone, uh, finally finds me. I take him in. He, uh, he goes inside, starts trying to watch TV. I can't do it, man. I can't watch TV. <laughs> He's that drunk? He's that drunk. I'm like, dude, just, I'm, I'll clear out the bed. You can take the bed tonight. You know, just sleep in there as long as you need. Finally get him to go to bed, bring him a water and everything. I'm, I get out, start eating, I uh, get on the internet, do that, that kind of stuff. What do I hear in the bathroom 20 minutes later? <laughs> More puking in my bathroom. So much puke. That I can smell it all the way oh, in the living room. Oh, damn. <laughs> so then I talked to Dubs today. I guess he passes out. I talked to Dubs today, and we were going to go bowling. Mm-hmm. Uh, my chick, uh, Dubs, and Bikeerous BJ were all going to go up uh, bowling. I'm like, well, whenever BJ gets up, just call me and let me know. It's 3.15. <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to go bowling still? Yeah, BJ just got up. So we're at the bowling alley today, and we're bowling. 
and I guess BJ had a little something to eat. I'll be right back. <laughs> Goes into the uh, bowling alley bathroom and proceeds to puke. Gets some on his shirt, the same shirt he's wearing right now. Classy. And then I guess you ended up having a panic attack? No, I had anxiety. Anxiety attack. Yes. Why? Is this why you stopped drinking originally? Yes. Because the morning, the day after you'll get panic or anxiety attack? Yes. What were you, what was the anxiety over? Uh... It's not. It's just generalized. It's nothing specific. I you just, just feel anxious. Yeah, I just feel anxious. I feel like I'm gonna freak out and my tightening in my chest, and I get nervous and I get hot and sweaty, and it just it sucks. Maybe not, that's your weight. I've lost a lot of weight though. Is that why you bowled so poorly today? I was bowling. I felt horrible, sweating like a pig, and felt horrible. Throw up on your shirt. And I was eating those horrible chicken wings. The chicken wings were good, but they had like yeah. they were smothered in garlic. I'm yeah, like, I was wondering what were, it looked like. Carney spit all over him. <laughs> it did. And so I went back. I took a medic. Took my medication, which I have with me in case I need to take some more. Now it, let, me, let me ask you. Here's the big question in everybody's mind. Because last night I think you outdid Bo Rhodes at Dances Royale. Are you ready for a round two on Bo's home turf of Latitudes? Will you be drinking tonight at Latitudes? At this point, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say no. That's where you play the crickets. No, the crickets. But we'll see how I feel. The problem I the problem is now is I've taken this stuff and I can't drink with this stuff. That's the problem. For how long? I took it just a couple hours ago. I mean I should I might be okay to go. We'll see how I feel. Do you still want to go out? I might want to. It depends on how if I get too beat up tonight in the fight. I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think the anxiety came from the Pop Rocks enema you did last night? No. It's like I never learned my lesson. If I drink light, I'm fine. But if I drink heavily, it's like a guarantee I'm going to get anxiety the next day. I don't know what my problem is. It's just the alcohol gene my dad gave me. Your puss. And you're probably going to die. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to die an early death. I know that. Hey, you probably have no money in the bank left, do you? I've never had money in the bank. I know, but I mean, you probably have like really no money at all now. I stopped feeding into his anxiety. I see. Oh, was I? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. No money. BJ, you have to drink tonight. He has no money to drink. We got to have you and Bo Rhodes partying tonight He's at Latitude. Die penniless. All right, but we'll see how you feel. He's forgotten how to wrestle. Coming up. <laughs> I you... forgot how to bowl. <laughs> Imagine wrestling too against Matt Albert. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hideout door prize blowout? Did it happen in the hideout? We need at least... How many questions you got, Tommy? Ten. We need at least, I'll say, five contestants for the hideout door prize blowout. 407-916-1041. Star-1041 on your single and wireless phones. Predator tickets. We got DVDs. We got concert tickets. Call now to be a winner. I, I got something for after the break, too. Uh... Chunks is in on this. I was throwing your guys' name out there, trying to hook up with girls on the internet in the or greater Orlando area. Oh, Jesus. If you don't mind, we can talk about... Yeah, all right. We'll talk about that after the door prize blowout with the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Getting kudos for our interview with uh, Marla Weesh. Yeah? Weesh. 
Yeah, people are saying that um, she's got a squeaky clean image. They were wondering how the uh, how it would go, but we behaved ourselves, and it was still entertaining. And she was very cool. So that's very nice. Marla Weech, very, very nice lady. Uh, time for the hideout door prize blowout. Did it happen in the hideout? During the commercial break, real fast, running out to the restroom, by Curious BJ, who, of course, is taking on Matt Albert in the second hideout fight club. You do not want to miss tonight's open door. Was in the hallway here at the Clear Channel compound, stretching and getting warm in his uh, unitard. Singlet. His unitard, singlet, whatever, for wrestling. Are you circumcised? Doesn't look like it. Yeah, it does. I mean, I hate to sound gay, but it really doesn't sound like... You can tell through through a a singlet? It seemed like there was... Turtleneck. Wow, the wrapping was still there. Yeah, yeah, nope, my... Don't have a hood. Okay, (laughs) just wondering. All right. In his closet, he does. Uh, Did it... Yeah, that's true. Did it happen in the hideout? It's a recap of the week. Uh, If you go to iTunes, uh, and kind of have an advantage. But... uh, Let's say you get uh, one wrong, we'll give you a second chance. That's the way it'll roll tonight here in the hideout. Start with Betsy in Orlando. You ready, Betsy? I'm ready. All right, here we I'm go. Just, I'm, I'm trying to recover from thinking that Matt Albert is in a unitard. That kind of grossed me out. It's not, Matt isn't going to be in a, a unitard tonight. It's just by Curious BJ. There isn't okay. one big enough for Matt right. Albert. Here we go, Betsy. Here's the uh, first question. All right. Did it happen in the hideout? Did Chunks talk about the time he was hit in the head with a rock? Mm, no. Good job. You're a winner. Hold on, Betsy. Congratulations. Um, Let's move on to Johan in Orlando. You ready, Johan? As ready as I'll ever be. All right, here we go. Did it happen in the hideout? All right. Was Matt Albert kidnapped by crazy, recently dumped heretic Zeppelin? Sounds like it could be true, but I'm going to go with untrue. Nice. Good job. That was actually by Curious BJ who was kidnapped by Zeppelin. There's another winner there. People paying attention to the hideout this week. That was great. When was that, on Tuesday? Uh, yeah, that was Tuesday, his first full day in the hideout. And Matt made it back to the studio, so because of that, tonight in the fight, out, uh, the fight club, you guys will start in the neutral position because Matt chose it that way. Mm-hmm. Did you get the anxiety uh, Wednesday? Because you drank a lot on Tuesday night, too. BJ? No, I didn't drink that much Tuesday it's, night. It's only when you go over the top like you yeah. did last night. Yes. When you get blitzed, pass out. All right, let's go to uh, Tony in Orlando. You're next up. Did it happen in the hideout on World Radio 104.1? You ready, Tony? What a tag. All right, here we go. All right. Did Matt Albert and Hefe talk about how their parents would have broken a car window if they were misbehaving? Uh, yes. Good job, guys. Hang tight. Little kid locked his mom out of the car and was just having a complete ball with it. Oh. Mother, you're berating him, screaming at the car, counting to the three, and the kid just could have cared less. Right. That, that empty countdown. The finger. That countdown would have ended with my mom breaking the side window and just just snatching me out and cutting me with the glass. No, it would. That's exactly what my like. If I'd ever thought, I couldn't even imagine like doing that to my parents. Like even the thought of it uh, makes me squirm. Yeah. But you're right. It would have ended up in a broken window. A broken tailbone, at the very least. Mothers are evil that way. Mm-hmm. I guess just ours. 
Because kids nowadays are getting away with that stuff. I remember one time my mom was so mad at my dad and they were already divorced. She got a baseball bat and broke out the windshield in his Camaro. Wow. I remember seeing it. Psycho. She is. <laughs> There's no doubt she is. The big hurt. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. More pudge. <laughs> and then the big hurt. Cecil Fielder, maybe. <laughs> yeah, she knocked it out. She would have hit 50. Uh, Robert and Lake Mary, you're next up and did it happen in the hideout. You ready, Robert? Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Here we go. Since you didn't say hi to me, I hope you lose. Did Captain Spaulding call up at the end of the show and admit that he loves the show but hates J-Dubs? Absolutely, he did. Ah, see a loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. All right, here's your second one, Robert. This is, for, this is a second chance. Ah, oh. oh, he punched out. All right, so we'll go to David then in Winter Haven. David, here's yours. You there, David? Yes. All right, here we yeah, go. go ahead. All right. Did El Jefe talk about his deformations at birth? Did he talk about what? His deformations at birth. Yes. You're a winner. Good job for the most part. That's uh, four to five a winner tonight. So my mom told me when I was born. I came you came rolling out like the Critters movie? <laughs> kind of. I was as hairy as the Critter. They said I came out and I looked like a little ape because I had hair all over my body. And Ladies and gentlemen, your kid, Kong. And I had it. And my head was misformed like a, like an arrow. And so my dad used to go around singing me and my arrow. That's my childhood. Uh, wonder why I have body issues, body image issues. Never been able to watch a broken arrow? I did like that one. That was good. <laughs> Who was in it? How you long? Yeah. Travolta. <laughs> it's Christian Slater. Oh, Slater. Yeah. Slater was in that one, too. All right. There it is. Did it happen in the hideout? We have any other highlights that we want to uh, throw by? What else was in there? Just recapping the week. Uh, did Tommy call a girl chubby after she mentioned she was not single? Uh, yes. Yeah. Play that one. You got Good boy- girl. You got a boyfriend? Yes. She's less hot now. I don't know why. Why? Because she likes to cook? Or because I've met her? No. Didn't she say something else between those two? Not in here. She has a boyfriend or something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, whatever. She's a little chubby now. <laughs> what the hell? You're such an ass. I mean, seriously. That was with the lovely ladies from the National Organization. I guess she didn't like you much women. after that. <laughs> no, I don't think she did either. I think I was the only one that came out of that interview liked. No, I wasn't liked either. Jenna hated me. They love me. Was there, are there any more or is that all of them? Uh, yeah, was there a pop rock douche in studio this week? <laughs> oh, you have the audio from that? Ooh. I want to hear that in stereo. Snatchy, Snatchy Cakes, cake, you're going to do yours, yours now? now? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think, I think so. so. All right, Snatchy, Snatchy Cakes cake. is going to do her part. <laughs> wow, there's nobody in the room. Snatchy, Snatchy Cakes, uh, opening the bag, readying. Oh, oh, they're snapping already. All right, go, go, pop rocks, um, douche. Oh, wow, that was last night. <laughs> See, Marla, that's why we don't get too comfortable. <laughs> Stuff like that. Don't get too connected. Anything else we got going on? Is that all of the questions? Yeah, the sound clip wasn't that good, but uh, did a stripper's stepdad call in while she was in studio? Yes. Right, Callie, come, here, come here, here for a second. second. What's, up? What's up? No, no, no. no, no look no, on, look on the computer, computer screen, screen and see if we can go to that. that. 
All right, Bob and Orlando, you say you're Talia's stepfather? Yeah. Is it him? Oh, wow. Hey, how's it going? Talia. All right, did you know what she did for a living? Bob. Oh, boy. And he had actually gone to watch her dance before over at Dancers. Yeah. No, he was looking at other strippers. Yeah, that doesn't cross, like, some awful line somewhere. Oh, boy. All right, there we go. Did it happen in the hideout? Hold on a second. Randy in Daytona wants to talk to Anxiety Boy. Go ahead, Randy. Hey, what's up, Freak? Hey, dude. Hey, who has the anxiety? Uh, bike here is BJ. Dubs his cousin who's visiting from Michigan. It only happens after you get drunk? Uh, yeah, for the most part, sporadically here and there. But for the most part, it's only after I drink. It's called a hangover, bro. Yeah, it's exactly. That's not uh, anxiety. It's just you're hungover. Dehydration. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I used to have anxiety constantly, like 24-7. And then I got on the Zoloft, and it helped. And now I and I feel you know, I don't really have it as much anymore. But now when I drink is when I get it. Dubs, is this the BJ you used to know? Yeah. What do you mean? The Full BJ's? of anxiety and. Uh, no, I mean he he never seemed like an anxious person growing up. I was always a hypochondriac. Yeah, he always thought he had AIDS. <laughs> well, didn't you a say lot of you, unprotected you, anal? I mean, what with monkeys? Didn't you say you found Mom. out that one of the girls he slept with actually, you didn't, you don't know if she had AIDS, but she was in for the test, but you didn't want to tell him? Oh, I forgot that we weren't, that was... Oh. Wait, I wasn't supposed to say anything? No. Oh, I was kidding. Joke. You didn't hear about that? It was a bit. My spy? AIDS is a bit by the government. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, it's fine. It, um, it was in my ear, my bad. No worries. So what's going on? Nothing. Don't worry about it. You're... Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Clean as a whistle. It's just AIDS. Well, how'd the test come out? I don't know what you're talking about. I was just kidding. It was, it was just me kidding. Oh, you're kidding? Joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait. Here's how we prove it was a joke. <laughs> snort of truth. He can hear you in the talk back. Oh, wait. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, he can hear you when you're talking. Yeah. I thought that just went to you. The AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size six. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight. Yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me lose the weight. It has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question. Why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed. So, see, you're okay. You wanted to lose a couple pounds. Yeah, you didn't lose weight, did you? Oh. Mm-hmm. You have lost. Comfortable. Are those freckles or carcinoma? <laughs> Just wonder. Just... Um, Boils or lesions? Tomato, so, uh, tomato. Let's go ahead and uh, hear the story. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Explosion of excitement in my mouth. It's a Friday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Coming up, the Taco Bell open door policy. All the heretics come up, get a voucher. Taco Bell food. Afterwards, we're going to go down to Latitudes with Bi-Curious BJ. 
Where'd BJ run off to? I thought we were going to tell a story. Oh, he's not here anymore? He's getting a blood transfusion. <laughs> <laughs> he's hanging out with his best friend, this, this guy he grew up with named Ryan White. <laughs> For some reason, he just left after I came in here and asked you a question. Going in and staring at pictures of Rock, Rock Ison. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> there he is. You right, BJ? Spit out that name. Uh, he doesn't like you to. <laughs> What's wrong, brother? Nothing. So, as you heard, by Curious BJ, because of the binge drinking last night at Dancers Royale, had a anxiety attack today because he's on all kinds of pills. And so he missed the beginning of the show, and Chunks had to go and pick up uh, by Curious BJ at Dubs' apartment, because he's Dubs' cousin, staying with him this weekend, or this whole week. So what happened, Chunks? Why were you, why did it take a little long? Uh, uh, 45 minutes, you mean? Yeah. I, my place is, what, five minutes away? Yeah, if about that. five minutes away, and I stopped off at 7-Eleven to, to get some drinks and stuff, so we'll tack on another five minutes for that. So I'm driving over there, and I get into your apartment complex, Dubs, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing, you know, some music. <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh, you know, it's a Friday night, somebody's partying it up, you know, and I'm just trying. And as I get closer to your house, I notice that the music's getting louder. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, don't. don't. What is it? What music? Can I don't you know. Tell? It's like something something like weird song. I think you had the satellite, right, Dubs? Yeah. I think it was one of the music channels <laughs> coming from your house on the satellite because... I try, I try, I get to the door and it's definitely coming from your house and it's banging in there, and I, you know, I'm hammering on the door to try and uh, to try and get him to open it up. I had to knock four times. It took him about three full minutes before he finally came to the door and he comes out. He's got a towel on, <laughs> like he's got a towel on. So in my mind, I'm thinking, it, is he, you know, I. What, what was he, he doing? Was he in the shower? Yeah, I guess so. He said he had to hop in the shower because he thought we were coming over later, but he looked very, let's say, disturbed. I told you uh, he was heading over right now, BJ. I know. I jumped in the shower as soon as you said that. You could have you could have put some clothes on, so I'm like, well, so dude. So he's towel only. Yeah, so go get changed, but the way he tied the towel, like, like you could see the rear part. <laughs> so I'm like, what the so hell? The, so this so is all standing in the doorway. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go in. I go into Dubs' house. There's some kind of, as BJ calls it, pop. It looks like spilled in your glass table. Lafago. <laughs> staying in. And your sofa, and I'm not I'm not kidding here, it looks like it's been stabbed. Because, My what? My sofa? Yeah, because the pillows have just looked like they've gotten beaten up. And, like, some of them are on the floor. Some of them still are on the couch. All right. But they look smashed. All right, the thing is, Dubs has even talked about how he's made love to a couch before. Mm-hmm. Did you make a slit in my couch? And <laughs> I did not. Did I get rid of some of your anxiety? Maybe some I make of your, love to this couch? Yeah, some of your your the your anxiety on the couch now. Spackled? No. Something else served to me. And I'm I'm getting nervous at this point because I know he's not in the right state of mind because I know he's been spazzing out and I mean mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell happened there so I'm trying to clean up for you. Your back door is open, glass is open. God knows I didn't get the chance to see if Sadie Lou is still in there. Hopefully she is. Is she still in there, BJ? Yeah, she's, she's now still Now i got to go after after here before we go to latitudes and make sure. But um, No, it's fine. But I closed the glass because you said that you know the glass yeah. would be able to close the glass. I closed the glass. I closed the blinds. I'm like, geez, the blinds are open. And I know you never have your blinds open. Mm-hmm. And he's walking around with a towel with his rear end showing. 
And and I'm sitting there like, I get evicted. I'm like, go ahead, dude, get changed. We got to leave. So he's like, hey, I'm not done yet. I'm like, what? He comes back out. He gets changed. He's like, I got to finish up something. I'm like, what do you got to do, dude? Seriously, you know, we're like on the air. He's like, oh, this will only take a second. He's like, I'm using the, their name in the hideout to uh to get with this girl. I'm trying to get with this girl over here. And he's typing up stuff. And I'm seeing stuff like, what are you into? You know, like, bend over. You know, like, descriptive stuff. And I, it's, a, it's a real radio fan, because this real radio is in the name of whatever it is he's talking to. God is it knows what, instant messenger? Yes, or? instant messenger. God knows what viruses he's getting on your thing. And that's another thing. He's already got one. You have the Norton antivirus? <laughs> yeah. He turns it off. He goes, this thing's slowing it down too much. <laughs> he, says, it's he says, it's slowing it down too much. He goes, are you serious? He goes, look, I want you to see. She's sending me a picture. We can't leave till she sends me this picture. I got to see what she looks like. So I'm like, dude, we got to go. He's like, hold on a second. I'm almost done talking to her. And he's typing up there like a maniac, and I'm like, oh, man. We got to go. He's like, hold on. This, 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 the picture comes right up. This picture pops up of the nastiest, fattest-looking chick I've ever seen. <laughs> and it has her age on it. And I said, BJ, oh, my God. He goes, yeah, I know. She's a little too old. I'm like, what, what do you mean a little too old? I mean, she's, she's, she's hideous. He's like, nah, I'd still do her. I'm like, dude, you, you're joking, right, man? He's like, no, nah, I'd still do it. I was like, and so I asked him. He's got the crazy scale that we've asked him where he ranks girls from 1 to 10. I said, all right, what would this girl be ranked? This girl that he would do in a second. I'd give her about a three. <laughs> so you're trying to hook up with a three. And your girlfriend's a five. By throwing out our name. He'd been talking a long time because if you look at the IM, the IM uh, screen, you could see the little scroll arrow. It was almost, it was like the size of a hair right. because he'd been talking so much. All right, let me ask you, how did you find this chick on the Instant Messenger? Well, I got onto the uh, Yahoo members directory and just searched uh, women who were online from Orlando. Oh, God! What? Is this something you do all the time? No, but I was... It's worked for you before, hasn't it? No. What? Michigan? What are you talking about? Over in Stockbridge? <laughs> what? I've heard <laughs> stories. I can tell stories about you. <laughs> We got a standoff now of uh, stories with Mike Here's PJ. Why don't you get shy? I'm not shy, but I'm trying to hook up out here in the greater Orlando area, and you're going to tell some of my stories and tell you people I, told them. I tell them I potentially have AIDS. It ain't happening now. You Please guys told totally... me. plan help me get back into a size six. No AIDS helps about control it. your appetite, so you lose weight. Yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me lose the weight. It has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question. Why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? <laughs> AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed. So I get my chances are down to zero now. You guys Why? totally block me. You guys totally block me out. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Now we're here to try to help you get laid, brother. We're here to do some strange. Uh, we'll do a dating game right now. If chicks who want to uh, be with Bi Curious BJ. The AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size six. AIDS helps control your appetite, so you lose weight. Yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me lose the weight. It has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question. Why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed. 
here's the thing, too. You told me that he had that shirt on with vomit on it earlier today. I didn't know that. And he gets out of the shirt. He's all clean. And here's the thing, too. We leave. We lock up your place, Doves. Mm-hmm. We're driving in the car. He With goes, Sadie Lou probably outside, long gone. Yeah. We, we drive in. He goes, he goes, hold on a second. You got to turn around. I was like, what? He's like, I forgot my deodorant. I was like, dude, it's not that big of a deal. He's like, no, I want to make a good appearance. He goes, I don't know what's going to happen, and I got to be fresh. I'm like, dude, I will we'll go to 7-Eleven. We'll get you some. He goes, no, that's wasteful. He's like, there's a brand new stick back home. Can you just turn around real quick? It's not that fun. I'm like, dude. I, I, I didn't realize I lived on the East Coast. <laughs> He, he, he's got you pretty so close we, to being so nailed. Turn around, and he's worried about getting this deodorant, but he's got this throw-up shirt on. I don't understand it. I mean, he was insisting. He's like, we got to go back. i gotta, I got to put it on. All right, so uh, tell me again how you search for chicks online. I mean, like, you just go to is this a Yahoo thing? Yeah, just go to members.yahoo.com and click the members directory, and you can just type in any city you want. And how do you find this real radio? Thing? I didn't even know. I think she had. I didn't notice the. She had the one hundred four one in her name, mm-hmm. and I didn't even. Know, I didn't even make the connection because right. I'm kind of dumb. No. But I pulled her profile up, and she had something on there that she listens to Monsters. No, oh, yeah, the Monsters in the Morning, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so you I'm like, hey, I could. Pl- hey, if this chick listens to Monsters, work the angle. Maybe she listens to the Hideout. I mean, who wouldn't listen to the Hideout? Her? So I so I wrote her up, and. I started talking to her. How do you start the conversation? Hi, I'm Mike. Hey, what's up? No, actually, I didn't. At, at first, I didn't use the radio card. Just started talking to her, and then I told her that I'd. Then I said, "You listen to Monsters," and she goes, "Yeah." And I go, "Well, my my cousin does the radio show." She goes, "She goes, yeah, your cousin, I'm like yeah, J Dubs uh, for the Hideout." She's like, "No, she's gonna listen to the Hideout right now." Wonderful. Now she's hearing about all this. Yeah, that's all right. AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size six. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight, yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me lose the weight. It has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question, why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed. And so (laughs) then she knew who I was. She knew you were by curious BJ. Yeah, she was. She was. Are you BJ? And I go, yeah. So she obviously had listened to the show before. And so, did you guys set up a date or anything? No, I had to. I had to go because uh, Chunks was forcing me out, so I didn't get to finish up the conversation. Do you want to hop online and see if she's around? I don't even remember call? what her name is or anything. I'd have to. I could look. Maybe she'll call in. Yeah, she's still listening. She, I told her I'd talk about her. I did. Do you think that that's going to help you, like, get laid? Dropping the J-Dubs card? I'm J-Dubs' cousin? Yeah, it's worked before. Where? In Michigan. Really? <laughs> Come on. Look at me. Come on. I am. I'm looking at this family. I'm thinking, what's wrong here? Is this something you do all the time, like dropping the card? No, no. Did you try to get laid last night at Dancers? Uh, no, not directly. I mean, I didn't get a chance to. So are you out for blood tonight, then? Uh, the AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size six. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight. Let's Yet tell the story. taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not I a I want to know the story. AIDS helped me lose the weight. It has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question. Why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed. All right, I have this AIDS phobia, 
<laughs> and you guys are saying that I potentially slept with a chick who potentially has AIDS. So let's come on. Hold on. Let's tell the story. Hold on a second. Here's the girl that was talking to you online. Uh, online girl, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, brother. I don't worry about AIDS. I got the herp. You know, I got, <laughs> I got more peaks and valleys down there than Mars. So uh, I'll take a couple of AIDS. Right, BJ, here's a big your... bucket of it. Okay, thank I you. Like I was in excitement in my mouth. BJ, Is it original crispy. All right. Just make sure you dome it, bro. I'm waiting for the story. Why can't you just tell me the story? What's the big deal? You know it, man. Tell me the story then. He's he already had an anxiety attack today. You should just tell him about the chick he slept with it. I can't believe you didn't tell him this. You've known for a couple of years now. How is it I know about this, and he doesn't? Because we talked about it on the air. The AIDS dive. <laughs> All right, let's get going. Let's get cracking with it. We have to I break. Can feel the no, there's no break. In my mouth. <laughs> we do. Hefe, come on. What? I want to know the story. About you getting it? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Who did I sleep with? I just want a name. How many pills are you on now? Just one. And get ready to multiply that one. <laughs> okay. I will, if necessary. <laughs> it's controllable. Three letters, A-Z-T. Mm. Learn them. Strong, BJ. We're going to go out and have a good time tonight. Yeah, this could be great. Now, if there's any blood uh, during the hideout fight club... Mm. You gotta stop uh, the match like the NBA. Yeah. Fix it up, patch it up. Don't want any. Uh... I hope. Uh, Matt, you aren't worried about this at all. I, I'm not sure if I really want to wrestle him. I don't want to catch anything. I'm kind of a germaphobe myself. I don't even handle the, you know, the door handle on the bathroom here. I don't want to <laughs> touch AIDS boy over there. Like he's like the outbreak monkey. I don't know what he has. Okay, you have to wrestle. What? Look at him. I, I see him just he's fine. He's on death's door. You don't know that. He's, he probably has Other rickets. What we, you, you can't back out now just because he could have. No one knows for sure. Have you been tested? Um, I've had blood work done, but I don't know if they actually tested for that. I had a physical just actually not too long ago and everything came back good, but I don't think they directly test for HIV. Seriously, with all due respect to everyone here, I'm afraid of the thing that might be going on here. Uh, here's the thing. You have to wrestle. We've already built up the hideout fight club. Yeah, I didn't know I was, you know, fighting Magic Johnson. Okay, stop. That's not even right. That Magic only has HIV. He doesn't even have AIDS. Allegedly. I don't even think he has that anymore. Yeah, he's a, it's essentially gone. So what, let's hear, let's tell a story. Like I look, come on! I don't feel I should be the one. Cause I don't think you. there is one. You're gonna have to have your cousin tell it to you, BJ. You're gonna have to tell Dub. You're gonna have to have Dubs. Tell I don't you. think there's a story. That's why. That's well, why then, no one can tell one. Why are you so nervous? Hey, how do you think it is for a doctor who has to come in and sit down and say, "Hey, it's not an easy thing to do. Your life's over." Well, then let's uh, get it going now. Start the healing. We want. I think it's already gotten going. We can't heal from this. Plus, we want to go out and have a good time tonight. Yeah, why take the mood down, bro? The mood's already down. No, I'm... We're having a blast. 
Something fun. Come on. What? By the way, that girl, uh, the real girl you were talking to, I guess her name's Sandy. And um, she called up. She was ready to talk to you. Okay. Heard the AIDS thing hung up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hey, I don't... Do I have to clean the microphones? There should be some house or something. No, you can't get that through the microphone. I know, but there's... Just exchange of bloods like if they're fighting or something. What about like... What? Seriously, don't say that. That's not funny for what I have to do. I Anything could get on me. His saliva, his sweat. You can't get it through saliva or Are sweat. You sure? it, what, he's, we're fighting. He could bleed on me. Well, that's something we'll have to approach at that point. Yeah, we'll, we'll just hope we don't have to cross that bridge, my friend. A bunch of things could happen. I, I could bite his tongue. I, he could bite my tongue. Who knows? Uh, he could bite my finger. I could get him a chokehold. He might decide to bite me. And all of a sudden... I'm just saying, you got to uh, be careful, man. Stamper in Bear Lake, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Stamper? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, don't be so hard on BJ for pulling the radio card to, to pull chicks. I tell chicks I'm on you guys' show all the time. Does it work? Like, yeah. They're like, I thought you just called in. I was like, yeah, I call in from the office zone to make it sound like a real call. I'm really on their show. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, um, hey, and to make sure that Matt Albert don't catch Monkey Boy's AIDS there, oh, you, come should on. Wrap them, you should wrap those two in Saran Wrap they fight. All right. How about a nice little uh, dental dam? <laughs> Just wrap you in dental dam. I like that. What a body condom. <laughs> like they the... made one big enough. We need a magnum for you. Dubs, you want to tell him? Because we told the story mm-hmm. on the air already. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't want to bring the mood down because of what... It's open door tonight. And his affliction. Or, you know... But you can live with it nowadays. You so got, what's the problem? You got and I'll be all. You got insurance? Kinda. <laughs> You'll be fine. Hey, there's not any blood during your wrestling practice when you're teaching those kids, right? <laughs> I haven't blood in a while. <laughs> Get ready to. Well, BJ, I'm sorry you had to learn about it this way. I mean, whatever is going on out there. Oh, come on. Let's hear it. I think we need a break. I know we do too. <laughs> yeah, this isn't... Why'd you hit... All right. Why'd you hit the microphone with your forehead? Now you're bleeding. All right. We take a break. We'll come back. Uh, everybody just kind of stand back. It's all right. No reason to panic. Does it make sense now why I haven't really hung around BJ too much? I, I, just, I mean, uh, if that shows anything, I, I am a germaphobe as well. I know you can't catch stuff through just casual contact, but I'm still nervous. Uh, you may want to grab your things. Hold on a second. I'm just getting my stuff together. See, I think he thinks this is a joke. Chunks, I'm going to need you to get some rubber gloves and a Band-Aid. I think he thinks it's a joke. We shouldn't be doing this on the air. I mean, I don't don't want him, like, bleeding on me and coughing on me. it's, It's enough. It's enough. 
I'm just saying, you know. We, we don't need to be doing it. Let's go to break. It's the Hideout, Rural Radio, 104.1. Stay tuned. It's the Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. The Hideout. Hey, Hideout, your unscreened phone calls, whatever you want to talk about. Words of encouragement. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's a hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. DJ Saab in the booth, back on Messenger, trying to talk to... Uh, what is it, Cody MI420? No, just 20. Cody underscore MI20. On Yahoo Instant Messenger? Yeah. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Feel free to go on there, Saab, if you want to. Bring a surgical mask. He can't hear what I'm saying about him, can he? Mm-mm. He can't hear it all? Mm-mm. He seems a little uh, panicked. Just a tad. She's not on now. Your girlfriend? This new chick. She probably hates us because of the way Chunks described her. Probably blocked him. I'm looking at her right now. She looks familiar. I think I've seen her at events. All right, hold on. Now i got to come in. you got to come in here. She's a blonde. Yeah. By the way, if you want, Older. hey, hide out your on-screen phone calls. Call now, 407-916-1041, We'll give you good prizes if you got good calls. Well, the thing is, is uh, Chunks kind of may have ruined it because he said that she was nasty and hideous, and that's not the truth. She's not. Uh-huh. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look bad. Yeah, I mean, she was a burn victim, right? No. Oh, that's all natural. At least you know she ain't got the, you know, BJ mm-hmm. got. Have you had any luck with uh, these girls on here yet, BJ? I know you've uh, been looking a little bit. Is that the first one you had bite? Yeah, yeah, not no luck tonight. Do you do? Do you do it a lot? Do you uh, go on here and troll? Yeah, yeah. Uh, look at him. It's been a while. I used to do that. That used to be my thing, but it's been a long time. Dubs, the uh, Hideout Fight Club coming up. Mm-hmm. By Curious BJ versus Matt Albert, round two. Get out. What happened? He pulls my thing out and then drops the F-bomb. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with you, BJ? I'm fine. I apologize. I got a little clumsy in there. Can you get him out of my seat? Because he's been sweating. Things get through pores. All right, hold on a second. Let's talk about the Fight Club. Um, Coming up, Hideout Fight Club. Round two, Matt Albert versus Bicurious BJ. <sighs> Any sort of strategy you two will be taking on? What are you going to wear? Because he has his uh, unitard. What are you wearing, Matt? Same thing I did last time. Shirtless in your shorts? Yeah. 
I wore the same thing I wore last week. Good, show a lot of skin. Yeah. Superstitious? Yeah, I guess. Now you're trying to defend your belt. The belt I never got. But still, it's... Actually, we have ribbons. <laughs> we do have ribbons this week for first and second place. It's for your hair, though. So I think you're going to be okay. Hey, Dubs, real fast, we should actually talk about real stuff going on. What's going on? Um, $3 a gallon for gas. Is it all the way up there? Some areas are already seeing it, I guess. Probably, what, L.A., New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah, certain oh, we usually aren't far behind that. Certain areas of Southern California have $3 a gallon as soon as next week. <laughs> then, let's see here. Um, Exxon chairman gets $400 million retirement package. Oh, of course he does. They had a great year. They overtook uh, the, the spot of Walmart. Making more money than them, turning out more of a profit over to Exxon. But this isn't a money-making thing. They're actually losing, like they went in front of Congress and said. Did they really? Remember that? They wouldn't swear, though? Yeah, the Republicans wouldn't swear them in. That, I think it was the, uh, the guy from Alaska, when, uh, you know, a Democrat stood up and uh, said that we should swear him in, and the guy from Alaska steps up and starts screaming. I think that guy's name is Stevens. He's really old. He always yeah. yells on the floor. What a retard. You aren't even a part of this country, really. You're Alaska. Know your role, bitch. I hate Alaska. I always wanted to take an Alaskan cruise. It seems awesome. No. I say boycott Alaska. What do you mean boycott Alaska? How are you going to boycott Alaska? I guess we already kind of do. Yeah. That don't mean anything to us. We're Florida. Well, I mean, when that guy's stepping up on the, the floor and yelling and everything. All right, Radio's KOP, good to know he's still listening out there on realradio.fm. Says it's 280 to 290 for regular up in D.C. Jesus. It's about, it's it's like 279 in uh, most places around here mm-hmm. already. Bones in Winter Haven, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bones? Hey, in... Uh... Right now on uh, 3rd Street, it's like $3 a gallon, dude. Already? Already. Where is, is it full service or something? Oh, hell no. Oh, $3? Oh, sorry, sorry. No, hell no is okay. Hell's all right. Um, wow. Get the hell out of here. Dude, we're getting, getting rained. The gas. Yeah, there's you, really there, there really isn't a reason for it to be that high right now. Did you see what Ford said? I think it was Ford. Said that we're going to continue making SUVs because the demand's uh, there. Americans will buy gas even if it's $4 a gallon. Yep. The demand's there for these cars still. Why wouldn't you make them? You're stuck though, essentially. I mean, you got a car, I mean, how are you going to get around? Well, the people who can afford it are going to buy that. You know, and if you're going to buy a brand new SUV, you can probably afford the gas for it, too. But I'm talking if you're average Joe. You know what I mean? If you're just like the average dude, and you got to get to work, and it's it's up near $3 a gallon now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's putting a hurt on a lot of people out there. Have you seen anybody slow down, though? No. Right at first, people were uh, boycotting, doing the stuff. Now no one cares. It's gotten to that point again. So if people aren't going to get outraged about it, I say keep on doing it. Keep on raising it. 
Maybe we can get a spark in this country. Whose side are you on? <laughs> I'm on their side right now because if people are stupid enough to pay for it, shoot it up. All right, Dubs, how do we how do we uh, not participate in the gas thing? How can we be part of the solution? At least start writing letters, start doing that kind of stuff, start at least showing that you care. If you aren't going to boycott the product or, you know, cut back on the product, at least voice your concerns about the product. Do you think it's smart if everybody kind of starts doing their own little thing of maybe riding a bike or carpooling, that kind of stuff? That would be great. I don't think enough people would rally behind that and do it, though. I know not. People are too selfish. Why don't Americans care? It's a really tough thing right now to uh, get them to care. About anything. Don't you mm-hmm. realize that? The only time they get riled up is when you say something bad about the president. And then they're ready to uh, slap you across the face. But otherwise, it's pretty apathetic. Jim in Winter Springs, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What's up, Jim? Hey, listen, it's, it's Tuscaloosa and 434 mobile. It's 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 almost it's 2.95 a gallon. I ride a motorcycle. It cost me 15 bucks <laughs> to fill up a motorcycle. What is it, like Insane. three gallons? And then like three gallons or five? something? Five, I guess? Right. Oh. Right. Oh, my. Two ninety-five a gallon. Come on. What? Do you, but let me ask you, what are you going to do then? Are you going to start cutting back or what? I'm going to ride my 10-speed. I'm not lying to you, man. Here's, what I'm, here's one of the things that pisses me off about Orlando. It's not very bicycle friendly. Like no, if not I, at all. If I wanted to ride a bicycle... It's incredible. It's so tough to do. Even how close we are to the station, there's areas where you just don't feel safe. You try crossing 414 over there by RDV. I've had to do it today. I've done it a few times as well. And I'm walking. That's a pain. I hate that, man. I hate that this place isn't. It's just not real user friendly Mm -mm. as far as like public transportation. I mean, that's one of the things that, like, Marla asked about, you know, D.C., and I just really wish that Orlando had a real solid public transportation That'd be great. system, like the Metro in D.C. Because, I mean, like, right now, we'd be, we'd literally, would probably get off the air and go hop on the Metro to go downtown to Church Street, mm-hmm. get obliterated, and then ride it back up, and not worry about drinking and driving, not worry about any of that kind of stuff. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. 407-916-1041. Uh, Jimmy the Jew, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. F-A-J, Dubs, hello! Huh? How are you today? We're fantastic, and you? I just wanted I'm doing awful. You're talking about the gas. It's really hitting me hard. I take a unicycle wherever I go, because you were talking about the bicycle, El Jefe? Jefe? Yeah. That takes too much energy for me. Why have two wheels? That's too much energy. You just use one wheel. It'll get you there almost the same time, and you lose more weight. I miss trunks. You need to be more efficient. I miss Corolla. I miss Corolla, too. Where is that nice boy with the curly hair? I liked him a lot. He was very funny and witty. Chunks, just quit. Quit it. Now he's banned back into the office Chunks. right here. Chunks, seriously, just stop. This is, this is the worst one ever. It's Jimmy. This is the worst one. Seriously. What are you talking about? 703. Uh, God, I hate you guys. Wow. Jim and O'Cali, you're in the hideout. What's you up, really Jim? shouldn't call before talking to me. Mm-hmm. What's going on, guys? Hey, dude. Love the show, man. Thank you. 
I just I just got home, pulled up on my Harley, and I filled up today. I'm, I actually I'm from Citrus Springs. I mm-hmm. paid three dollars and sixteen cents for premium to fill my bike up. Oh, dude, it's crazy over here. What and wait, out what out in Ocala? No, in Citrus Springs. Citrus Springs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, over a little, I'm I'm a little bit, I guess you could say, uh, south southwest of Ocala. Okay, wow. Yeah, three hundred three dollars and sixteen cents to fill premium flooded. Here's the thing, though. What are we gonna do about it? Hey, thank you, uh, Jim. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna sit here and are we gonna take it? That's what it seems like right now. We gonna stand up and be so. Why don't we organize a march? What's that gonna entail? <laughs> it means getting the people together, going out. I am. Fully behind chunks getting that together and uh, starting them. No, but see, the thing is, is that all of us have to do our part. I'll go there and wave while I'm driving by. No, we have to all stand united. Like, maybe we all, we do a march at the corner of uh, 1792 and uh, 436. I join you in that march, but I don't feel like driving there. You know what? I say to protest gas, drag race. Okay, but that's just using... Wasting. Know. We waste it. No, that's we not... don't use it for useful things. We waste it. But that's... And we show them that we aren't going to use their gas for useful stuff. We'll just go out and waste it. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying, like, we can, like, stand up. And we go, we buy the gas, start we a waste mo- it. Start a movement. But that's just lining their pockets. How about we just spray it on the ground? I'd rather we use it if we're gonna actually, you know, buy it. But I don't think we should. I think we should stand up and show, hey, it's not gonna happen. Let's do something. The hideout. Be somebody. I do my part. I just try not to leave my house ever. Um, K Chunks from the office says, dude, we can't protest. We've got bowling tomorrow. Damn these uh, appointments. Damn commitments. The movie? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout and the Heretics yeah! are here. It's Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs on a uh, Friday night. We open up the doors so you can come up to the uh, fourth floor of the Clear Channel compound and check out the, the uh, show live and in person. And oh, we got a goodie for you tonight. Um, last Friday. It was what I thought was going to be the first and last hideout fight club. Mm-hmm. And this all came about because Dub saw a video of a bear and a cougar fighting. Mm-hmm. And you liked watching the bear run away. Yes, I thought it was uh, it was an interesting finish to it. I thought the bear would definitely take out the cougar. Oh, so you had our bear, our grizzly, Matt Albert, mm-hmm. oh. fight Chunks, our cougar, I guess he is. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't much of that. If you go to iTunes, by the way, big hand to C-Lane, who has the technology and put together the fantastic video on iTunes under the stunts of last week's Fight Club uh, between Matt Albert and Chunks. He also was able to put together... Uh, Dubs, one of your stunts, where you did the hot sauce and the icy hot. To the eye and the junk? To the eye and the junk. So that's all there. 
So anyway, last week, and as I go back and as I watch this thing, I look and I see um, that it really wasn't much of a fight. The more you look at it and analyze it, and possibly even time it, <laughs> it was three seconds for Matt Albert to lumber over, grab Trunks by the neck, lift him up. Trunks insists he was choked out at that point. It was at that point that he would have tapped. But then Matt is immediately takes him to the ground and continues to choke him out for probably another 10 to 12 seconds. Probably. So total, Chunks insists he was passed out for about 20 seconds. And then we had to try to wake him up and yeah, shuffling everywhere. Chunks is a special delivery brown of, uh, of uh, hideout fight clubs. Yeah. WrestleMania 1 reference? No one? All right. So, I don't know if they can hear you. Like, can everybody hear okay? Oh, they can't hear. That's why. Mm. So your your, your uh, joke didn't bomb. They just couldn't hear anything. You want to try it again? No. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, because I, I, I figured for sure that Misfit Matt would have laughed. Yeah, I thought you would have liked a little special delivery brown in there. Uh, so you couldn't hear. Now they can hear you, though. Yeah. So anyway, tonight is round two of the Hideout Fight Club. It's a little bit different. Tonight, Matt Albert defends his title against Bicurious BJ. Bicurious BJ dubs his cousin down from Michigan, Radio Gold. I've had so much fun this week with this ass. Um, he is going to be wrestling. Now, you were BJ, all state. You won state in Michigan, right? Yes. You also, too... One, oh, you were an All-American. Yes. Okay, what weight class, or did it even matter? Uh, 160. Okay, 160 and under? Just no, 160. just 160. Okay. All right, so do you feel at all as you tonight fight Matt Albert, like you scared at all? Are you worried because he's bigger than you? You guys are starting in the neutral position downstairs. Does any of this worry you? Uh, well, I've been, I wrestled for so long that, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? So I'm not... Death? Because here's Death. He could fall on you, you could break your leg. No. Here's the thing, though. He's not a trained wrestler. Because usually it's wrestlers together that, you know, you guys know certain rules or certain etiquette of what can and can't be done. No one follows it. He doesn't know any of that. I mean, I'm a little nervous about it, but it's going to be fun. Now, what are the rules? Because last week we just said tapping out. Tapping out will be the same here. Is it if he pins him for three, can we also do that as well? Or is it all about tapping out? I like tapping out because there's there's an element of someone's in a little bit of pain there. Instead of just pinning, that can be fairly painless. BJ, what do you think? Tap out or pin? I'm game for whatever. Matt Albert? Tap out or pin? You go for tap out? Tap out it is. (laughs) We've all agreed to the tap out. Good. Oh, Jesus. Now, BJ, how tall are you? I mean, how, like, how big are you for everybody to set it up? Uh, five seven, about one ninety, one ninety five. Okay, Matt, six five, five hundred pounds. <laughs> David and Goliath here. It really is. Now, BJ, you have uh, come prepared, correct? I know you're in your Fowlerville football wrestling, like you know, shirt and shorts and stuff. Don't do it. Everyone's gonna leave. All right, he has now gotten up on the table. And he's taking, taking off, his shoes off. Taking his shoes off. Oh, no. 
He's taking off his shirt, and he is in his singlet with the stars down the side. He's now stood up, and he's pointing did the, the throat slit. at Matt Albert. All right. Now everybody's saying wear a cup. That's the thing. I was I was looking at it, and he looks uncut. But you know, whatever. His stomach. Yeah. Everybody, and he's pulling up his uh his singlet now to show off the muscles. Show off the goods. Are you taking one down, Hyde? He's gonna. All right. Well, yes, uh, Matt Albert. Can I tap out if he breathes on me with his AIDS? He does. <laughs> yes, you do. All right, BJ, who is still... <laughs> nice. Great comeback. Oh, good one. All right, BJ, who is still... Sta- I was still mean you do, so... BJ, who is still standing on the uh, table, now putting all his clothes back on. Dubs, I can't believe we're allowed to have a second one. So much so, there was even the chance of there being a sponsor for the Fight Club. Yeah. This is going to be the last Fight Club. Why? Can I say this now? No. I really worry someone's going to get very badly hurt. But next week is Matt versus Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, the Hideout Open Door brought to you by Taco Bell, providing vouchers to the heretics. Uh, Taco Bell, open late. So are we going to do this now? When do you want to do it? Right now. I'm, I'm a little nervous about it. Let's just get it over with. What what's ner- what are you nervous about? I always get nervous before I wrestle. Before um, a big match? Well, we got to go downstairs to do it. Well, Is he going to get a hernia trying to lift some mat? Nah, I'm not going to try and lift him. Do you have a... I, Dubs, do you want to come... single leg him and have There's him fall no, on you? I'm not giving away my strategy, but I definitely have one. I've wrestled big guys before. Matt, is that how you got AIDS? Are you going to tap out early, or I got AIDS from your dad? What the hell? What's going on here? What is oh, this? Mom? Snap, son. Can you oh, isolate snap, that? Son. The mom joke didn't get over, so you're going to the dad thing. Go for sister next. You realize that means you'd have had gay sex. That joke. His dad forced me into it. Okay. Um, he promised me a good time. It wasn't. Oh, Mr. Bateman. Uh, he was gentle though. Three. He he said that he said I'm tighter than you though. Okay, come on, behave, just behave. Dubs, do you want to go downstairs? Yeah, I'll go downstairs. I want to call it downstairs too. Okay, we can both go downstairs. And Tommy, do one break from cell phone. Yeah, can you do the talk and roll controls from up here, Tommy? Is that all right? Uh, you've pissed off Tommy. Is no. Tommy mad now? He's telling me I got AIDS. Come on. Now I'm not going to be able to get laid down here. Now I'm not going to be able to get laid down here. You weren't going to be able to get laid anyway. There's always a chance. Dude, did you see yourself in the single one? I guarantee you that there's one girl in Orlando who would have sex with a chubby guy with red hair. I got AIDS <laughs> freckles. You got paid for it. I guarantee it. I got AIDS. <laughs> I got AIDS from the dad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I got AIDS from your dad. Yeah, uh. <laughs> Vicarious BJ. I mean, I uh. I got AIDS from your dad. Matt Albert. I, I'm just very concerned. That's all I have to say. Very concerned about him. Alright, enough of that already. The only one who's gonna be Bladen is you. Bladen? Alright, it got real tense in here. Like, uh, attacking Matt's one thing, but when you go at Tommy. Tommy, would you like to wrestle by Curious BJ? If I was dressed better. 
See, that's the real match. We can have a double feature. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real match I'd love to see. Yeah. Is uh, BJ and Tommy. Because I think BJ's going to hand Matt his ass. Yeah. But BJ and Tommy, that one would go... It'd go for a very long time, and someone would end up hurt. It'd be great. It'd be so good. He's a lot more athletic than I am. You can tell us by looking at him. Who, Tommy? Yeah. But you're a state champion. You're an All-American wrestler. Athleticism will get you a long way. So, all right, you want to take a break? Yeah. Head downstairs. Let's do that. Do the hideout fight club? Right on. Now, do we go for a certain amount of minutes, or is there no time, there's no breaks, there's no nothing? Just straight through. I don't want to screw anybody over by, you know, like saying, hey, time, get off of them. You know, we'll start back at neutral. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's tense in here, man. We're all supposed to be friends, and now we're Yeah, what's going on now? Mom jokes really uh, still cut deep, I guess. I was telling Dubs in the studio, in the over there in the studio yeah. during the break that uh, you can make fun of me all you want. You can put pop rocks in my ass. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Uh, hold on, I had to dump that pop rock enema. Remember? Yeah, you got to be careful how you're you All right, let's start over. Start over. You were telling Dubs. I was telling Dubs over there in his booth that mm-hmm. during the break that there's, you can do pretty much anything you want to me, and I'll go along with it. I'm wrestling a 500 pound man tonight, but don't mess with me on the AIDS issue. I have an AIDS phobia, and Dubs will tell you, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Opposed to us that are fond of it. You can tell me, you can pretty much go anywhere, and I can handle it. Mo. <laughs> but not AIDS, man. Yeah, Matt. BJ, there's a reason I haven't had sex before uh, I was born with it. You were born with AIDS? Yes. I'm an AIDS baby. How's that feel? <laughs> I'm going to spit on you as soon as I get down oh, there. Oh, come on. I'm going to hock a loogie right age, on you. How is, that, how is that AIDS diet working out for you? Uh, it's not too well. I'm not in, I'm not in a third you know, world country, so I get the feet. Okay. All right. Um, so you've done a lot of stuff, but... The AIDS, AIDS anxiety—that's uh, it's no good. They don't—they don't like it. <laughs> you can tell me you've had sex with my dad. I got AIDS from your dad. My mom. You can make fun of my grandma. Ninety years old. Okay. How about your retarded uncle? You can bring him into it if you want. Johnny. Yeah, my uncle Johnny. Bring him into it. <laughs> I can. I'll hang with that. I'll go along with that. <laughs> But don't. <laughs> she, that's fine. But don't th- press the AIDS issue. I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know there's like some people are like they have pho- you know weird phobias like balloons and clowns and bridges and AIDS man I don't get get that away from me man. <laughs> I don't like it. No, Dubs will tell you. Like, I'd get, like, a weird mark on me. I'm like, I got it. I got AIDS. It's all over. I'm not even kidding. I, I was that. I'm not even kidding. Like, oh, there it is. Got a, got a mark. It's like, I, I got about two years. And then, of course, the mark would go away and I'd be fine. But I was 
I have a phobia of AIDS, and you guys are you guys push the right button tonight. <laughs> I already had my anxiety attack earlier. I medicated myself to relax. <laughs> and then you got to start telling me I got AIDS from some random chick who you won't even tell me. But I'm assuming it was probably Connie the stripper. <laughs> Back when I went to the POD concert with at the State Theater in Detroit. That probably wasn't too uh, wise of me to sleep with her. But Now, didn't you have to uh, afterwards buy her uh Burger King after you had Yeah, well, the, and... the story went like this. A friend, of mine, a friend of mine was supposed to take take this stripper to a concert. Couldn't go, asked me to take her. I take this, this stripper to this concert. I actually thought I was going to see System of a Down, ended up being POD. I wasn't happy about it. Actually, ended up being a good show. Okay. So we go to the, the concert, bring her back. Didn't flirt with her the whole time. Nothing. Nothing was said. We get okay. back, and she says, hey, listen, can I spend the night at your house? I'm, I'm, I'm living in my grand, my parents' trailer. <laughs> and they don't like me to come in too late. I'm like, you're like 30-something. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, you can spend the night if you want. So we get over there, and she asks if she can have something to eat. So I feed her some pizza. So she goes, well, let's go to bed. I go, let's go to bed. I was really tired, so I really was. So I go down, and literally, nothing said. She strips her clothes off and gets completely naked and crawls in the bed with me and starts fooling around with me. We end up having sex. I got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Continue the story. <laughs> so the next day we get up and she asked me to take her back to her trailer. And I go, she I goes, got AIDS. <laughs> she asked me if I can buy her something to eat. And I was like, well, I didn't really want to, but I'm like, okay. So we stop at Burger King, buy her something, I get change back. And she goes, uh, can I keep the change? <laughs> and. How much was it? Like five, six bucks. I mean, and I was like, okay. Gave it to her and dropped her off and never seen her or talked to her since. I'll pay you back. I'm like, just keep it. What's the one uh, thing you learned from that story? I got eight. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We are downstairs the Clear Channel Compound. It's time for the second hideout fight club. Matt Albert versus By Curious BJ. By Curious BJ in his singlet, J Dubs. Matt Albert in his uh, shorts, shirtless, glassesless. What are you thinking? I didn't get to come down here and see Matt Albert last time. That is the funniest damn thing I've ever seen in my life. And you got to get up close because, like I said last week. It's very tough to see, but he has, like, stretch marks. A black man with stretch marks. What a, the, the surprising thing about Bad Albert, top part of his body, like the shoulder area, looks pretty strong. It doesn't look really that fat. That's what I was saying, Sam, last week, is that he looks stout, especially when he does the grandma thing of pulling the um, shorts up over his belly. Yeah, the belly's like the only thing really holds the back right now. If you just get rid of that, that overhang, I think he's in good shape. All right, we're downstairs at the Clear Channel Compound for the second hideout fight club. This one is way more intense than last week. Last week, I think everybody knew Chunks was going to get his ass kicked. This week, it's an actual 
you know, it's an actual duel. People are wondering what's going to go on. This is an actual battle. BJ is a state champ wrestler, all-American wrestler, and Matt is just a big guy who uh, we know can choke someone out pretty quick. And he's got a lot of anger issues. Dubs, let's walk over and talk to the contestants. First, we start with Matt Albert. Matt, last week you had an easy time with Chunks. I see you and BJ are doing the stare down. What are you thinking now? Just don't get choked out. All right, so your big thing is to not get choked out tonight. Mainly. Just to survive. All right, his thing is to not get choked out. Um, Dubs, let's go over to Bite Curious BJ now. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. BJ, what are you thinking now? You're outside, you're in the single A, you're looking at Matt with his shirt off. What are you, what's going through your head? He looks pretty intimidating, and he was giving me the stare down earlier. He's, he's, he's getting into this, isn't he? This is a little more, like, serious than I thought it was going to be. Matt is definitely an intense dude, and he just he wants to get going here just so he can get through this. I, he just, like, kind of did a little pace and punched himself in the draw to, like, really get himself going. I, now he just punched his fists together. Are you getting more nervous now, BJ? I know. I, I got to watch my, watch my butt here. I know that for sure. I thought it was just going to be a nice, you know, funny wrestling match, but it looks like I'm going to have to take things a little, a little more seriously. All right, so now remember, boys, crowd, if you could, please try to keep it to a minimum until we have a winner. Let me say this. If you feel like you are going to get hurt, tap out. The last thing we want is any sort of an injury. All right? So if you feel... You can yell, tap out. You can, you know, you can tap on each other. You can do whatever you need to do, but do not get hurt, boys. The championship of the Hideout Fight Club is on the line. I say we get started. If you guys want to separate yourselves, we'll give you. I'll say, ready, set, mo, and the bout will begin. Dubs, any final thoughts? I'm even nervous right now. I don't know what's going to happen. Do not hurt yourselves, boys, so we can keep our jobs. Dubs, we start on the mo. All right. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1, hideout fight club part two. Chunks lost last week, so it's Matt Albert versus Bicurious BJ, the all-state champ. Everybody back up. I have a feeling this one is going to be intense. Well, that's good that the, uh, oh, he, we lost them on air. He's just building up the uh, the anticipation. I want you to give them a call. Yeah, I'll give them a call. Hold on. This is, I think, the absolute worst thing nightmare that I've ever had. No, call him back on the uh, studio line. Yeah, I know. Wow. I look at his number. I got this new phone. Two, oh, no, I shouldn't give him his uh. phone number. I just hope that they have not begun yet, because if they've begun, then we're not going to know what happened. We'll have to wait for the video on air. And you can actually go to iTunes or even the podcast section. Oh, here we go. We got them back on. Hey. Alright, hold on. Hey, you started. There? All right, there we go. It's already gotten started, and BJ is on top of Matt. BJ is on top of Matt. The big bear is down on his back. He is about to let Matt back up. Watch the punching. Watch the punching. Watch the C-Man. All right, hold on. Now, now BJ's got him in a hold. 
So I'll just try to explain this hold a little bit. What it is is a front face lock. It's like a, a forward uh, uh, kind of headlock. BJ is riding the top trying to kind of wear out the big bear. And uh, once he gets wore out, I fear for Matt. I, Matt actually did a great job of getting BJ off of him earlier, and Matt is able to get up on his knees. But BJ is stout. Matt is a strong man. I mean, BJ is not as weak as you think he is. He's actually a very strong guy. All right, BJ got him back down on the ground again. Is there a tap? Because they seem like they've slowed down a little uh, bit. Yeah, they're just uh, jockeying for position right now. And uh, All right, the big bear is now really grappless. BJ almost got choking. It's hard to get around uh, Matt Albert's neck because he's uh, got his shoulders right up there, and it's... Uh, and it's a big neck. What's that, BJ? I'm tired. Don't All right, know. they're now saying that they're tired, Dubs. <laughs> you can tap at any point, any one of you guys. Matt seems to have a nice little stranglehold on Bikeary's BJ right now. Bikeary's BJ is having a real difficult time getting a, a chokehold in because Matt keeps on grabbing his arms before he can lock it in. I think that this is living up to the hype, guys. See, let's hear it for these boys. Matt Albert breathing heavily. Uh-oh, Matt. Oh, it was so close. BJ almost had his arm behind the lock. Now BJ's just giving him a hug. Now it looks like he's just giving him a steamroller. What is a steamroller? I've never heard of a steamroller, but uh, uh, this is this is basically a, uh, a a college wrestling match where all you see is a lot of uh, people, people riding. All right, now they, they're up and they're separated. All right, boys, very good job. I think PJ is wearing out. I I think the big match. Stay away from the tree, boys. Stay away from the tree. I this is a fantastic match. The two of them are separated. PJ is now going after Matt because I think. Even though BJ's been on top a lot, I honestly believe that Matt has the stamina advantage. Yeah, it looks like both of them are really tired. BJ was trying a lot of holes in there, and that really will wear down on you because you're trying to force his arms around. You're trying to uh, push against his muscle instead of Matt using a lot of his. The problem is that Matt has a very long uh, extension. So he's got a very long reach, so it's very tough for BJ to get close to him. It's uh, definitely the uh, BJ has the technique, but Matt has the strength and the size. So it's one of the more. Ouch! I heard that. All right, now that they've gotten interlocked. All right, hold on. All right, they got interlocked for a second, and BJ was able to back up. Every time they get interlocked, dubs, it appears that BJ gets the advantage. Yeah, BJ is more of a grappler. He has more technique, and that's what's going to happen. If Matt's going to win this, he has to do it on pure power or uh, or BJ messing up somehow. Again, it's the Hideout Fight Club, Real Radio 104.1. They've interlocked again. They are now twirling around while still on their feet. Both of them looking for an advantage. BJ takes Matt to the ground. But now BJ takes Matt to the ground, and Matt gets him in a uh, stranglehold and is able to get out. The problem now is that it looks like there's an arm bar. What's going on? Well, Matt has uh, BJ's arm right now, not allowing him to do a whole lot, and uh, BJ is trying to kind of wedge his arm out from underneath Matt so he can try to block in any kind of hold. It looks like BJ is going to be at the disadvantage. 
Oh, he got out of it now, and he's back on his feet. This is BJ's move. It looks like looks like he's got him in a chokehold. Are we tapping? Matt, are you tapping? Matt, no tap yet. Everybody back up. No tap yet, but BJ's got him in a hold. BJ's got him in a hold. BJ has flipped him over on top. He's got his legs wrapped. He's got his legs wrapped. He's out. He's out. BJ beats Matt Albert. BJ beats Matt Albert. BJ got him. BJ got him in the leg. Leg scissors. Shall I tear for both of these guys? That was fantastic. J-Dubs that lived up to the hype. It was a very long fight. And the two of these boys put on a hell of a show. The finishing move, describe it, J-Dub. Basically what he did, he, uh, he got able to lock his legs. He couldn't get his arms around Matt, so he got his legs around Matt's throat and ended up able to choke him out a little bit. Fantastic. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And we'll talk to the boys when we get back upstairs. So hideout, real radio, 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. We'll have a recap of everything you just heard and reactions from both BJ and Matt Albert if Matt Albert has enough breath. You're listening to the hideout, real radio, 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. Heretic open door policy. Everybody here. It's real radio, 104.1. My heart's pumping. Open door policy brought to you by Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell providing vouchers for the heretics. Spice up the late. Uh, Chunks is awful <laughs> writing these things. Taco Bell's open late. You can get their crunchy, spicy, cheesy good stuff at the wee hours. Taco Bell. Thank you, Taco Bell. A round of applause for these two warriors. Both of them. The Hideout Fight Club Part 2 was fantastic. By Curious BJ, Matt Albert, BJ end up ending up being victorious. I'll tell you this, Dubs. Here's what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Technique. Just the fact that BJ knew what to do is what got him over the He'd top. He'd been in those positions before. I think a lot of it was uh, him just having the instinct for it built up. I mean, they wrestled for what had to be... Six, seven minutes? Um, that's about the length of a regular wrestling match. So, and Going through a six-minute wrestling match with anybody is a, is a difficult thing to do. All right, let me get their thoughts. Let's talk to the boys. First of all, we'll start with... Uh, let's start with the loser. Although he... Loser. No, he definitely proved a lot out there. He showed a lot of heart. Matt Albert, bro, how you feeling? A little tired, a little <laughs> winded, but I feel good. Is that, did that make you feel good getting out there, rolling around, using your body? Get it over with. Yeah. You feel like a weight's been lifted. Do yeah. you do you feel like a loser? Do you feel like a sense of accomplishment? I think I held my own. You did. For you know his skill level. Now you had him a couple of times, and it just seemed that his slippery, greasy head kept getting through your arm locks. Yeah, he's stronger than, you know, people his size. Yeah, he he doesn't look as strong as he actually is. That's a compliment. No, it's not. It means you're fat and strong. Um, Now let's talk about you, Bicurious BJ. What did you think about Matt Albert as an opponent? Get your dirty feet off the desk, (laughs) moron. He was tough. He was real tough. It was hard to grab onto he had natural, he had natural ability, because he could just, and he had that length. I could, it was hard to get in on him. 
He had the reach on you? Yeah, he had the reach advantage. Why don't you just boys give each other a couple of handies the way you're talking what, about it? What, like you're in love. Who's great? No, he's great. I love you. No, I love you more. What? What? Uh, Homos? What, when you uh, saw your opening for the move, what, your final move, what was... Uh, what was it like? Did you just see him put his arm out the wrong way or something? Or well, no, I was. The I, thing is, you finished him off with a a leg lock right around his throat. Yeah, and essentially his nose is where the pop rocks were last night. Well, what it's what I it's actually a leg half is the correct. I don't care. For it, but what <laughs> what it is, I couldn't run him. His arm, he was keeping his arms in tight, and I was trying to run him over to his back, and I couldn't. But I have him on his side. It's not that his arms are in tight. It's just that his body goes out far. So it just looks that way. It's an illusion. And I had him up on his side. He's on his side going over a little bit, and it was the perfect opportunity to go for the leg half. And I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. Are you grateful for anything, Matt? I'm grateful I didn't get hurt. That's all I wanted out of it, just not to get hurt. And I think I, out of all that, I did pretty good. Hmm. What about you, BJ? I'm, I knew I was out of shape, but I'm, I feel horrible right now. Why is that? I just am fat and out of shape and just feel like I just ran. But you five won. Months. Oh, probably my medication. <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm not as tired as I thought I would be from after that long of a, you know, match. Right. Now I hear you. Um. Well, boys, I got to give it to you guys. You stepped up. I can't wait to see this video and get this one on the iTunes mm-hmm. dubs. Ceiling probably be helping us out with that one. Here's the thing I'm looking forward to most. That is the By Curious BJ documentary. Um, we have been filming this kid all week, and it's just you're, uh, you're tons of fun. I mean, there's just something about you and us going around town with you, and it's all culminated with this big fight, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Matt? I'm also grateful for not getting AIDS from him. Okay. I, was just, I, was that's I got AIDS. Uh, it's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I was just, you know. Wondering there. Well, boys, congratulations. BJ, you're the champion. Uh, how, what do you want to do? I mean, is there anything in particular you'd like to do tonight? Or do you want to go out and meet some uh, some heavy honey, some threes? I know you're into threes. I just want to relax for right now. Fours? i, I got to throw up again. <laughs> Are you still hurting from last night? I, maybe. I just feel like i got to throw up. Well, that and being out of shape and working out like that. You want to throw up in here? We do it in here all the time. Yeah, go ahead, take a trash can. I mean, it does. It's like if it's not an open door, if somebody isn't throwing up. You think you can make yourself? Can I? Yeah, I'll, I'll make myself. <laughs> He's a wrestler. He knows how to just make himself. All right. All right, make sure you get it in the trash can, though. Okay. Not on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his fingers. <laughs> I think I heard that noise last night. <laughs> oh, he's so dirty. <laughs> oh, he's so awful. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Are you ready to party? Oh, all right, all right. Oh my God. <laughs> Alright, BJ, it's enough. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you feel better? No. Why not? I thought you said you had to throw up. I just puked. <laughs> I feel better in like two minutes. You ready to drink tonight? No. <laughs>
Do you not want to go out? I'm just going to lay down on the floor. All right. Why don't you get down on the floor? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is why this documentary is going to be so fantastic. we got to debut it at the Enzion. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> All right, BJ's on the floor now. Did he bring the mic down there with him or something? Yeah. How you feeling now? You're laying down on the floor. Oh, not too good. Why not? I just don't feel good. Is the floor spinning or is the ceiling spinning? My heart's pounding. Think it's a heart attack? No. I got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh? What do you think it is? I'm fat. I can feel the explosion of excitement in my mind. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I got AIDS. I don't understand what the problem is. I mean, you threw up, you won a wrestling match, you partied, you did Pop Rocks Enema. I got AIDS. <laughs> Pop Rocks have it now. I got AIDS from your dad. I see you now with your hands over your eyes. Yep. <laughs> By Curious BJ here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1, literally worn out. Come over here and get this ankle from up here. This Should is fantastic. We? Can we change the winner to Matt Albert now? Uh, Matt looks like he's doing infinitely better than BJ is. But the thing is, BJ won in the... He <laughs> actually won the, the match. Yeah, get this angle right here. This is way too good. This has to go on the documentary. Credit reel. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is credit reel. <laughs> It's going to be like three people. It's going to be your name, BJ, and ours. Yes, Matt. BJ, want a burrito? Oh, <laughs> uh, Matt's bring, eating. Bring him in a burrito. No, thanks. No, you should, you should eat. No. <laughs> no, I don't want a burrito. Why not? <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> we can't leave you alone, dude. We're on the radio. Want some gum? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Here you go. I got a nice uh, double-decker Supreme for you. No. It's cool, dude. I don't yeah. want it. Get... It's cool. I will throw it at you. <laughs> you don't think I'll throw it at you first? Uh, I know you will. I don't... BJ, it seems like you're being a little bit of a baby. I'll get up. You don't have to get up. I'm just saying. I don't... You should eat while you're down there. I don't want to eat. Dude, you you're have... not hungry? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a big baby that's <laughs> Look at him. Look at him, Hefe. Tell me what you see. Failure! <laughs> Failure! <laughs> He's just sprawled out. It was a fantastic week in the hideout, BJ, and this is the way it's going to end. You on the ground. Not eating a burrito. Yeah. I'm afraid. <clears throat> when you're out of options, you're out of options. I you got can eat. AIDS from your dad. All right, BJ. Let's hear it for Bi Curious BJ. And Boom Goes the Diamond. Oh, boy. 
Dubs, I'm sorry. <laughs> you just gotta see the footage of him just lying back. <laughs> like one of those newborns and it can't roll over, it's just flailing. Just stuck. <clears throat> uh, don't touch the soft spot. Alright, here he comes back up. Let's also hear from Matt Albert. Matt Albert yeah. did a fantastic job. Are we going out or no? No. <laughs> Not going out tonight? You don't want some lasagna? Come on, BJ. Look at that. Supreme Double Decker Taco. We got a few minutes. Why don't we have a uh, burrito eating contest? Tim versus Matt. All right. He's going for a walk. <laughs> and there he goes. Yeah, follow him. 5,000, get... BJ. BJ, come here for a 5,000. I got eight. <laughs> Five thousand. I got eight. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, let's uh, thank uh, Marla Weech for coming into the hideout, coming back to uh, Local 6 in the morning. Thank you for her to come in uh, and uh, come on this radio show. I can't believe that. Uh, also, too, thank you to everybody, the Heretics, for another great Friday night here in the uh, Open Door Policy, hideoutheretics.net. <clears throat> Tomorrow, uh, check out SBK Live from 7 to 10. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you guys Monday. Wake up at the Monsters in the morning, Shenanburg Middays. Phillips Fall in the afternoon, hideout back at 7 on Monday night. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. God bless King Dude. Be somebody and always talk good. Uh, question everything and stay classy, Central Florida. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. We're here. We're clear. We're back and let's go mess with us. <laughs> You're a whore if you make it and miss your big boy boy here. Shut up! Stop it, you wing, you spitting! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Beat it. Hello, get a fathead. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Fathead, go big, real big. He's so gay. Cut up! Douche chill. Tubby's a fag, Tubby's a virgin. Douche chill. He's magging my hoes Everyone knows it goes Kick him to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick him to the floor Cause I
I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I five thousand.